0: This is The Bunt, the number one podcast in skateboarding Brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding
1: ever do Fans.
0: Off the wall since 1960 motherfucking 6
1: <laughs> that so Drop that bitch
2: And now, live from Studio E, The Bunt with Saifah and Donovan.
0: Well, 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 the time has finally come. We've been hearing people requesting this on the message boards, on Instagram, now on our poppin' YouTube channel. People have been coming at us left, right, and center for a long time now. And it's finally here. I'm D Jones. I got my main man, the ghost, with me. And we got Antoine behind the scenes.
1: It's a cool thing.
0: Ghost, confirm the rumors, man. You
3: already know, man. You already know. Yeah, that's right. We got Mr. Joa in the building. Mr. Gifted Hater. You feel me? I feel like. We've been getting emails to get him on since like he first emerged and honestly i didn't even know who he was when people first started emailing but obviously uh very familiar now could go so far as to call him the homie these days and um <laughs> it was it was a really fun conversation uh cool to pick his brain yeah i hope it lives up to the hype that everyone's are like people that were anticipating it i hope it lives up to your expectations we had a lot of fun chatting with them and um yeah without further ado oh wait we got other shit to say but uh yeah thanks gh for coming on the pod after the interview we're taking y'all straight to the post office one more week left so make sure to hit us get them voice notes in all your loose ball questions we're gonna go ham next week then we take y'all straight to the rundown nba in-season tournament football playoffs starting to be
0: around the corner exciting time of year absolutely make sure to follow us on instagram at the bunt live subscribe to us on youtube at the bunt live you know random skater of the week on and popping with a fresh one dropping this week as well and then hit up our patreon patreon.com slash the bunt i mean this segment is more important now than ever this time of the year Video parts are coming in hot and heavy. The Ghost is watching every single one and telling you which ones, if you only got a couple minutes to spare, that are musty. The Ghost, shout out of the week. Let's hear it. Yes, sir.
3: Yes, sir. Massive week over here for shout out of the week. Brought to you by the Den. Don't forget, we got the once in a lifetime opportunity to get an all expenses paid trip to the Bunt Jam summer 2024 couldn't be easier head over to enter the den.com bunt create your free den account right there and you're automatically entered in the contest come join us this summer at the bunt jam it's going to be a barn burner just like the den app so sign up now and this week absolute barn burner in the skate world we got miles silvis bunt alum Yuto Horigome going head-to-head. Sodi coming down to the wire. Who's it going to be? Pedro, Jack O'Grady, Miles, Yuto. The suspense is going through the roof right now. Man, I just got to take my hat off to Miles Silvis. Bruv put together a full part of absolute bangers, start to finish. And honestly, he's so crispy. I got to say, I kind of actually like that he put his hand down a couple times. You know what I'm saying? A tic-tac here and there. Because that just goes to show that someone who, who has it that fucking good was pushing himself to his absolute limits. You ain't trying to backheel that giant thing in San Francisco in the park more than once. You ain't trying to kick frontboard that insane rail, the Mason Street rail into the hillbomb of pain more than once. Miles, you went absolutely buck. And I got to say, <laughs> he might be my sody. Yuto also on ham felt a little rushed maybe you needed another minute of footy in there that back blunt kickflip Could have been left uh, out of the edit, but I digress Shouts to both rippers on an insane year Get the popcorn out who's Sodi? only one thing left to do before we jump into the interview and that's go down to Lloyd's on Queen Leslieville people Get yourself an ice-cold beamer. That's right. The only buzz is in my hood. Now I'm saying Greenwood and Queen Zone. Lovely ladies behind the bar serving up ice-cold beamers.
0: It's the only buzz, man. (laughs) There's nothing left to say. Gifted hater, the time has come. Let's get this interview popping. The moment we've all been waiting for, <laughs> <laughs> gifted hater finally in the building, Joe Field, What's cracking, man? What's popping, boys? Damn, you know my name. We do like very minimal <laughs> research, but we came across that in our findings.
2: Yeah, you did a little
0: digging on me. Yeah, we tried, man. Hit up some friends, some due diligence, you know
2: uh yeah i i I was wondering what like anybody would tell you because i don't think i've done anything that nuts like sometimes you get guys on here who have some pretty sweet uh yarns to spin but
0: i don't know Mm -hmm. i don't know if i've got anything that juicy yeah some some long careers have been talked about on here but you know you just uh we'll see where we go we'll see where the conversation takes us today for sure so we start every show off the same man. It's not going to be any different for you. First three questions. <laughs> favorite skate and sports moment? Oh, my God. Got to be a big sports guy.
2: Dude, I've researched for the rapid fire section. I was like taking my dog for a walk last night, and I was like, okay, I'll make sure I have these answers dialed. I completely forgot about the first 90% of the show. Uh, favorite sports moment? Damn. It's probably a lame one, but I was watching that um Philadelphia 76ers and Toronto Raptors game live where oh, Kawhi shit. Leonard hit Woo! that corner jumper dude and it just did the bounce. That was the cr- I mean that was the most intense like sports moment I've ever mm-hmm. and that's like something if you watch highlights you'd be like Jesus Christ, but I was watching it live. I was like, "Oh my god, that's dude, that's why you tune in, baby." Um. <laughs> so that's probably for sports moments <laughs> and then skate moment um oh man i mean i'm like really new to you know any kind of like traditional core skateboarding team environment stuff mm-hmm. like So I don't, I don't know. I don't have like an awesome story about like 20 years ago where I saw like, you know, some guy do an invert on a kicker ramp or something. (laughs) So may, I don't know, Jerry, Jerry Sue did a front nose on this like out rail Mm -hmm. thing. It's in Aaron's part, actually. Um, It didn't look that gnarly on video, but it looked pretty cool in real life.
0: No, that's (laughs) in Toronto. That thing is haggard, man.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, and Jerry's haggard too. He hadn't done <laughs> shit that whole trip. He was he he was just like sl- sleuthing around, and then like decided to front nose that thing. So I was like, this guy's out of like pretty crazy. And he's like recovering, you know, his body's fucking falling apart. He's got stem cell injections in his ankles and shit. He's basically a cyborg. So to see him do that was pretty was pretty cool. Hell yeah,
3: two Toronto moments, man. I like it.
2: Oh, yeah, true. You're trying to
3: butter us up, man. I know. What am I doing? (laughs) Jesus. Uh, So, Joe, take us back to the beginning. Where did you grow up and how did you get into skating?
2: (laughs) Um... Uh, well I'm from Orange County uh, which is a like just the next county south of Los Angeles basically a bunch of suburbs it's pretty boring and I don't know I I guess I must have just gotten into skateboarding by watching somebody else do it and thinking it was cool I mean I have the same like story about... Witnessing somebody do an ollie for the first time that everybody else I think probably has mm-hmm. which is that you just that looks impossible mm-hmm. So that was what attracted me to it in the first place. I I think and my my mom had a, uh, a friend whose son like worked at a skate shop and uh, It was my birthday and I think she arranged with her friend for me to get like a a complete and so that's how it started. I remember the first day I had a skateboard, I was trying to do nose stalls on, like, a wooden deck of this lady's loft, my mom's friend's loft. I was just, like, fucking up this really nice, like, deck that she had just trying to nose stall it. But, yeah, that's, that's how it started.
0: Yeah, classic story. Who knew Gifted Hater would be no different from the rest of us?
2: Um, <laughs>
0: first big break in the skate industry, man. Uh-oh. Maybe we're still waiting. Maybe we're still waiting. <laughs>
2: Uh, I don't know. My video part has like a quarter milli views. I Damn. Think that's,
0: good.
2: <laughs> that's, that's the real deal. Um, first big break, dude. I don't know. Probably like, honestly, I mean, I realized this question is like designed for like when I got that call from Fallen, <laughs> dude, I knew that was it. But I mean, obviously it's different for me. I, I guess one, an early thing that happened that was like pretty, I guess, interesting was that there was a lot of drama about like how Lottie's skate shop got closed down in LA. And this was when I was still like a full on noob to everything like skateboarding and was just like making videos like an idiot. I didn't know what I was talking about. I tried to cover and Nikel Smith was involved with it. Somehow some guy got beat up and that like set off like a domino effect into Lottie's like closing down in, in some way or another. Everybody wanted to know what happened. I tried to make a video talking about what happened And I think that video got like 7,000 views on YouTube until I took it down, and I was like, holy shit, like, this is a lot of people Mm -hmm. looking at this, and I was like, okay, so, you know, I guess that I kind of knew what people, this kind of stuff people wanted to watch, but that was the first thing I ever put on YouTube YouTube that I think like cracked like 5,000 views, so, I mean, that... I think was the first time that anything significant happened uh, to me in uh, in skateboard world. Damn, that wasn't even that long ago. When was that, like two years, three years ago? <sighs> two and a half, three years ago maybe now. But yeah, it's something along those lines. I started like kind of during COVID. Crazy. You're a young pup in the game,
3: but it feels like you've been around for a while, I guess. That's just surprising. It's only been two, three years.
2: I'm ready to I'm ready to sell out.
0: <laughs> I'm, ready to, I'm, dude, I'm ready to fucking You're done. cash in, dude. I yeah. got gray hairs already. <laughs> the stress is just getting started for you, man.
2: Oh, yeah, I bet, dude. I bet. But I was like, I was telling you guys earlier off air when we were doing the real show. Um, uh, <laughs> I was telling you guys, like, I, I'm not beholden to any sponsors, really. Like, I, I don't know. I get wheels from Spitfire in the mail sometimes, or if I ask for them, that are always the wrong color. Or, (laughs) you know, I get skateboards from Jerry Sue. He'll bring me for sci fi, he'll bring me on trips and stuff. It's cool. If I'm a good boy, I'll be in the video, you know, but nobody pays me like the, the people pay me. So (laughs) fortunately, like I can do and say pretty much whatever I want without getting like fully canceled. Like Twitter's already tried to crack at that a few times, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, they didn't like it when I, when I made or not made fun of, but when I did a video about the Tyshawn Jones table, Ollie, they, they thought They thought I had ulterior motives uh, for for that. But, I mean, regardless of how you looked at that situation, if you really believe, you know, but whatever, like... I think what ended up happening was was pretty cool, which is that, like, I'm not aware of anything ever happening in skateboarding where somebody did a trick in a video part and then a person on the internet went, it didn't look like you did that, and then the next day they went back and did it. That's That's pretty cool, like, yeah, Yeah, live action skate drama
0: shit. (laughs) Did you hear from Tyshawn at all during that? No, I mean he I think he he called me racist on Instagram live. Oh, I don't know oh. if he was
2: being serious about that or not. He might have been trolling. I think he also told me to find God <laughs> and then he switched Holly the table.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so sick.
3: <laughs> yeah, pretty fucking funny. That's beast. Uh, how come you took the the Lottie's video down?
2: Um, I mean I didn't fully know what I was talking about to be honest Uh, I mean that I think that was like when you're making videos and you're just talking out of your ass you know and only a couple hundred people or like 2,000 people are viewing it it's like relatively inconsequential but the larger the scale of whatever you're doing, the more careful you have to be. So when I saw I got 7,000 views, I was, like, reconsidering everything. I was like, what if I'm a fucking idiot <laughs> and, you know, Nikel Smith is going to get into trouble or whatever because mm-hmm. of what some guy on the internet who doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about is saying. So... I mean, that was an early lesson that I kind of had to learn. I mean, I obviously don't get everything right all the time, but I try mm-hmm. to be a little bit more researched than I was um, in, in, in that early video. Damn, I'd love to see that
3: just talking bear shit, no clue.
2: No, so I think it's, I I could link you. I mean, I think it's deep in the depths of uh, my Patreon somewhere because somebody asked for it and I, I toss it up. But I mean, I, I would, I'll never watch it. I can't stand to watch myself like hardly now, but especially back then when I was starting, I was like, you know, saying like one word every like six seconds and just <laughs> overthinking the shit out of everything. So yeah, I won't be watching it. <laughs>
3: Can you tell us about uh, the video, the YouTube video day challenge you had with your homies, which ultimately led to the roast (laughs) of uh, J-Boy Krim? J-Boy Krim? Oh,
2: my God. (laughs) J-Boy Krim. Okay, I mean, this was a little COVID challenge. We were trying to do like a daily vlog or daily upload situation just to, you know, give us something to do with our days. And it was also like a cool way of you know, communicating, checking in on what the homies were doing and uh, and whatnot. And I think, ah, fuck, I don't remember how it spawned, but like, oh, I think it was on Twitter. I was talking about, I don't remember what the specifics were of that interaction. That's hilarious. Who told you guys this? One of your homies, man. Oh, man. Okay, well, it was so long ago, but he basically, he had like his YouTube or his his, clip on Twitter linked to, some shit he was talking and he had like some skate park footage i think this was my first ever like roast of (laughs) anybody Mm -hmm. and uh yeah i just basically talked shit on his clips i i put his clips into the iMovie machine i i fired up the microphone i think i let him have it i think (laughs) i linked him the video afterwards and i used that as like one of my daily vlog uploads um But it ended up, my friends thought it was really funny, and then I actually did like a rap later on. And in the rap, I I don't remember, but I rhymed something with J-Boy Krim. I said like, don't make me do you like I did J-Boy Krim, and it was like a fire bar. Um, But yeah, that's, dude, that's hilarious. That's that's pretty funny, I forgot about that entirely. Rip J-Boy Krim, I hope he's okay.
0: (laughs) So how did Gifted Hater begin? Was that the start of it all? Basically, like, COVID vlogging with the homies, ripping J-Boy Krim, and then it went from there.
2: Fuck, dude, I just... I did J-Boy Krim so dirty. I was like, what if I did this to, like, Elijah Burl? <laughs> <Yeah>. Uh <laughs> No, no. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of vaguely had a plan where I, like, started on TikTok because I, you know, I knew that YouTube didn't have like the best algorithm for discoverability. Hmm. And that's basically what TikTok is good for. So like you could post something and have zero followers and it could get a million views if it's like funny or, you know, shocking or whatever. I, the first thing I ever posted on TikTok was a, a video. That's how fucking stupid I was, but I guess it kind of worked. Um, a video of me putting a ping pong ball on the top of my skateboard and then Tray flipping, I can send it to you guys. Tray flipping, and then my board kicks the king ping pong ball. It bounced and then landed into a cup. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a tray flip pong shot. Was was yeah, that was the first domino. um You know, I was doing so. When, and then I started doing like a bunch of really unfunny, you know, like TikTok skit style. Videos um, that I archived so many of them because I was like, dude, I can't have this attached to my name. Like, (laughs) I can't believe this was funny. I also had like the most annoying like way of dressing myself. Like it's not as played then as it is now, but I had like a mullet and a mustache. You know, you see a bunch (laughs) of fucking dweebs. Rocking that, like, tired ass get up these days. Um, and I, I'd wear like beanies with animals on them and stuff. It was just like so fucking fried, but um, it kind of worked. And then once I had enough people watching me on there, I was like, I want to do longer stuff. So I'll go to YouTube and then I'll try to move some of the people that watch me from TikTok onto there. And that'll at least like give me, you know, a start. And then yeah, after that, um, basically, I, I guess it was, like, relatively steady uh, growth. I'm using all these fucking annoying-ass <laughs> terms that make me sound like I fucking work for a social media company or some shit. But, yeah, and then, like, I was like, hmm, I, I would like to make money now. So then I made a Patreon <laughs> page, and uh, that's, that's how that happened.
3: Hell, yeah, man. It's crazy how many people want to do that it's like so like cringy watching someone try to grow something but it takes a lot of work obviously you know but uh it's pretty cool because there's so many people out there like dying to figure out how to get more views on youtube and like YouTube- yeah. youtubers can be so cringe but it's sick like I, I like the way you went about it and it's obviously about skate shit so it's a little different than some of those other cringe youtubers but
2: yeah if i'll just give anybody like a tip right quick if they want to do youtube in in skateboarding or other i think there's all kinds of shit on youtube with people that are, like, really interesting and cool that cover tons of different topics. For some reason in skateboarding, people come at it from this angle where they think they have to do it in, like, the most traditional, boring YouTube way ever while they do, like, you know, daily vlog uploads or, like, you know, lo-fi beat instrumental, like, day at the skate park type shit. It's, like, you don't have to, like, fit a certain archetype Mm -hmm. for you know, to be successful on YouTube. Like, you can break free of whatever confines you think exist and just post whatever, like, feels natural to you. Like, I've always been, you know, sort of like a a bit of an asshole and had a lot of uh, opinions about what is going on around me and so that's kind of why i post the way that i i post and that's just like you know my sense of humor but like kind of what you're saying about like you know looking at kids posting or whatever and it being you know pretty hard to look at with them you know trying to roast stuff if that's not your style don't make it don't try and yeah, do that exactly. that's mm-hmm. like it's fine yeah. it's just do do whatever you think will will work for you and if you're entertaining and 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 people like you then then it'll work but you don't obviously if you start anything out you're going to be copying people like i was copying ted barrow in the beginning like i was copying wecking ball i was copying a lot of people and that's i that's pretty normal i think you know i have more or less like my own style now Mm -hmm. but like it's okay to copy people but like Don't think that there's any like particular formula to be successful on on YouTube, especially in skateboarding where people are like hypercritical of of whack shit. If you're just biting somebody and you don't even know why you're saying the things that you're saying, people are going to know immediately. So just be yourself, bro.
3: (laughs) 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 Hondos. Absolutely. So we heard that you used to bring or maybe still do your GameCube and crt tv everywhere (laughs) with you including parties would you consider yourself more of a gamer than a skater what's the balance oh my
2: god (laughs) oh wow nice 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 uh yeah i mean i i'm not really too now i have like a whole you know army of tweens that get mad at me if i if i don't entertain them so uh <laughs> I, it's not as easy these days to just you know game my ass off as as it used to be i'm hardly fucking i'm hardly even a gamer anymore i feel like a poser if i call myself a gamer these days but right after high school i was really obsessed with uh super smash bros melee and the thing with that is you've got a God, I hope this doesn't sound like Trey Williams talking about fruit roll-ups for like five <laughs> minutes. Hopefully, this is interesting. Um, you gotta, uh, you guys can bleep whatever you want. By the way, uh, I you have to. Dude, this is so insane we did this, but, like, basically, you'd have to have an old TV, like, a box-heavy-ass TV to play it, and me and my friend were so addicted to, like, playing this game that we would go to parties, we'd bring an old TV with us, and then we'd, like, plant it down somewhere and just, like, sit in the corner of a party... And play. That was obviously fucking out of control, but <laughs> it was also kind of sick and badass that <laughs> we did that. No, no fucks given, dude. We would just load this like 35, 40 pound TV into the back of my car or my friend's car and we'd just bring it everywhere. So back in those days... I was definitely more game life than I was skate life, but these days I'm I'm way more skate life than I am than I am game life. I, I need to get I need to start gaming a little bit more. I uh, played Fall Guys a little bit. I'm sure you guys don't know what that is, but um, that's been my that's been my game of choice as of late. <laughs> no clue. That's
3: commitment, man. That could be seen yeah. as badass or extremely nerdy, depending on which way you look at it, but uh, I respect it just pulling up to the party and plopping yourself down (laughs) gaming
2: yeah i mean one dude kind of wigged out on us a little bit he's like you're ruining the party (laughs) and i was like dude we i think there was maybe something slightly off about that dude but it's like i it's it is really nerdy and and crazy to do that but at the same time it's like we are just bra- like doing our own thing in the corner over here. I guess just loosely involved with like the rest of the, the party. Evening. <laughs> yeah, it's like it, we're not we're not doing it. I guess maybe we, we weren't participating as much as we should have, but I think it was a little exaggeration to say we were ruining the party. <laughs> um, but yeah, eventually we realized we were like okay, this is a little this might be harming our social credit score somewhat. <laughs> so, how'd you get hooked up with the sci-fi squad? Well, first thing that happened is, I I think Jerry Sue, I keep calling him Jerry, like he's my fucking best friend. Uh, Jerry Sue, legendary skateboarder, uh, he's, I think it was the first time maybe, or one of the first times that they were selling those beanies with the vertical stripes on them. Mm -hmm. You know the ones I'm talking about? The first run of them that I ever had, they were like red and blue. And I was like, fuck, those are so cool. So I ordered some of those. And then I posted a video like, and this is while I'm doing TikTok, I think, and maybe just starting a little bit of YouTube, but I'm not even sure if I was there yet. I posted a video of me doing like a line in my front yard, pretty much, and I I wearing one of the beanies, and I tagged, yeah, I was doing YouTube at the time, actually. I tagged sci-fi. In it. And I guess he saw the post and then like reposted it. And that was the first kind of like correspondence that I ever had. And then I think what probably triggered it more than that was Ryan Lay moved to Costa Besa briefly because his wife, Adriana, had a job over there. And somebody like, I guess he asked somebody, Is like, do you know any cool skaters in the area? or skaters in the area. And I think they m- mentioned that I did. I lived there because they watched my YouTube channel or something. So I started hanging out with Ryan Lay a little bit. We'd skate Centennial Skate Park a lot. Uh, I think Jeff Rowley designed that skate park. Great skate park, Jeff. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we. I I, then when I was hanging out, he was still writing for Welcome at the time. Then he told Mm -hmm. me he's like, "I'm gonna quit Welcome to be like the first pro for Sci Fi," and I was like, "Oh shit, that's crazy." I loose. I had this very loose connection with Jerry, and I don't know. It's kind of weird, actually, how it all came to came together. I don't know if Ryan was talking to Jerry or something, and you know how much like obviously my YouTube channel is like the main factor I think for why I'm like on the trips and stuff, you know, cause I'm a, um, uh, marketing, uh, a marketing gold mine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of like, I don't know what happened behind the scenes exactly, but eventually, you know, you know, the, the boxes of decks go from like two boards to like six boards and you're like oh yeah now we're talking <laughs> six skateboards yeah. this I, I must i must be pretty important these days so um keep them happy yeah and then jerry sent, yeah he sent me like a text that was like do you want to be on the team and i was like i don't know what that means exactly but yes um and now i go on the trips and uh, filming for uh video part, doing all kinds of illegal bullshit in different cities around the world. Oh, Let's yeah. go. <laughs>
3: that,
2: that just means I went to Salt Lake City in Canada, <laughs> in Arizona. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's, and here we are now. Love it. Did you uh, clip up in Toronto or what? Yeah, I mean, I kind of skated like an idiot in Toronto, but I got a couple, a couple things. I wasn't skating that good. I've been sober for like um, over almost two months now, probably not even really by choice, just because I was like my, like I would drink alcohol and have just like terrible fucking anxiety the next day, and it wasn't worth it. Mm. So I'm so I and like consequently, being sober, eating a salad every now and then, that's made me skate a lot better. So. Basically, right after Toronto, like when I went to Salt Lake, I've started clipping up more severely. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, in, in Toronto, I I didn't really I didn't really skate that well, T B H. Nice,
3: nice sober life, hey, fuck you, give me some ideas. I feel like, dude.
2: Yeah, I mean, just scare, just convince yourself you're afraid of of booze, and then and then you that'll be easy. You know, if you form a really negative association with them instead of an awesome positive association.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Our relationship with good. booze is fluid, man. It's good. It's a good relationship. We get along with the beers quite well. Yeah. Fuck,
2: dude, that's sick. I, I wish I could I could do that. Like anytime I drink, I'm just like fucking jaw style carrying around a, a handle of tito's you know um so yeah i'm I'm all or nothing on the on on the booze so that's cool that you're at like a, a casual drinker and shit though that's very responsible of you
0: don't drink enough to get too hung over that's the key you know Just yeah, live in that mid-range that makes, man wake up with sure. a little headache but one that you know is gonna wear off in an hour or
1: two
2: yeah I used to like actually like trying to calculate kind of like a nice hangover where I just wake up in the morning and be like fuck <laughs>
1: you like <laughs>
2: that kind of thing where I'm not like I'm not like in pain or like debilitated like I've had times where I've just been like mouth breathing in the shower <laughs> you know I'm sure you guys have had times like where that. we're much older than you like, so
0: the the hangovers probably they hit us a lot harder
2: Yeah, I mean, there's definitely like, you know, probably after like 24, I would say for me after 24, like, you know, I'm not in my thirties or anything, but like 25, 26, I'm 26 now. If I am really dumb, I will like be borderline hospital emergency
0: room (laughs) urgent care.
2: So
3: yeah, yeah. for sure. If Jerry offered you a board one day, would you get down with that?
2: shit dude i don't know i mean it's really it's a it's a very complicated question in the past i've said like hard no but it's weird because like you know sometimes if if i on like slap or something people you know criticize me where they'll say something along the lines of like uh, like I have like you leveraged YouTube to like become like an am skater or something, even though I'm not good enough to be am actually, but because <laughs> I have this YouTube channel and people follow me, then it's like, kind of like, you know, uh, I don't you know, get made that possible. And that was never my goal with any of this shit. Like I've never dreamed of being a pro skater. Like I'm kind of a pussy, about a lot of like stuff. Like I don't skate drops or stairs or anything like that. I fucking hate getting hurt. I don't have like, <laughs> I don't have the fucking mentality of a pro skater at all. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I always knew that was not in the cards for me. And so that was never like something that I had premeditated, you know, the way that some people speculate I did. I think that's just a lot of projection on, on a lot of people's parts where they're like, I want to be pro. Mm-hmm. Um, So, but, you know, obviously skateboarding is always changing and like, you know, the, the path to, you know, becoming pro or sponsored or whatever is going to mutate and morph. And a lot of, I've spent a great deal of time, you know, trying to moderate or understand where the line is for, you know, what an acceptable path to, you know, being a representative of skateboarding looks like, because, in my opinion, if you have people that are like, you know, all marketing, like very little effort, you know, l- relatively low skill, then it's like, and they don't really like represent any of skateboarding's traditional values. And like, that's not the kind of person that you want to get a pair of shoes or to get a pro board. That's like kind of my standing on it. Like, I think the most important things, I'll answer the question in a second. <laughs> the most important things are like, just that you try really hard And that, you know, you put out video parts and you put, like, the best version of yourself out there. Like, at the end of the day, to be a pro skater, I think you should be a a pro skater. Do you know what I mean? Like, that should be – you can do all the other shit on the side that you want to do, but you should fulfill the basic requirements of professional skateboarding, you know? And so I think if you can do that, then anybody can kind of turn pro. I don't even think skill – is that important anymore like s- to some degree you'll be kind of like you know i i don't know i don't want to say delusional but like in denial about what it takes to be pro these days where like you know people will comment on girls video parts and be like oh my homie uh, yeah, uh that's the worst. dave at the skate park can varial laser flip backboard <laughs> a handrail every time and for some reason nobody cares it's like dude because there's a million fucking Daves out there. Yeah, everybody's. We good all now. know that. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you want some skill, but you also want something that differentiates you. And that's like that's the that's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have a, some skill, you try, and you're you're different, then I think that is totally deserving of a of any kind of like path in the industry of professional skateboarding. Now, if I got offered a board, sorry, this is so fucking long. Um, (laughs) If I got offered a board, I think I'd probably say no, because I don't want to be in a position. I'm already feeling a little awkward the way things are right now because of my job. And then the closer you get to the industry, the more doors that close and the less things that you can talk about. If I'm a pro skater and I am, like, grilling other pro skaters, like, I'm now, like, in the same kind of, like, rank or status as they are, and, like, that just doesn't seem kind of correct to me, I don't think, for me to be doing that. I feel like there should be some, like, kind of, I don't know, either, like, camaraderie or something, but basically, there's no fucking way I don't feel like that I should be, like, criticizing you know, whatever Pedro Delfino was doing. If we have like the same job title, that just seems fucking insane to me. Mm -hmm. So my, my answer right now is like, no, I don't know if there'd be some way in which that would be like appropriate or, or to, or make sense. But like, I just, I don't even, I, I feel like it would be maybe nice in terms of like, I think probably some boards would sell, Um, Mm -hmm. for, for Jerry, that would maybe be nice, but I just feel like it's a can of worms that should remain closed. (laughs) Um, I just don't, I don't view myself as pro either. You know, I already go on these trips. I'm the worst fucking skater on these trips. It's kind of hilarious that I'm even there to begin with taking three hours of people's fucking time, you know, trying to like double backside flip over a barrier or something. Um, but that's you trying,
0: man. You just said it like. That's the level or like what it takes to be a pro is that you're trying like I don't think you would or should say no to a board to be honest with you. I didn't even think that this was like an option until Alex Olsen spoke about it years ago when he said that he didn't think he deserved to be pro for Girl Chocolate and now it's kind of become like a thing like are people worthy of being pro or not.
2: Ah, uh, yeah. I mean it's a complicated conversation. Uh I mean the other part of it is That I don't get paid from sci-fi right now, and that's the way I like it because I don't want to have any financial, you know, like, attachment to anything. And if I was pro and not getting paid, like, that just wouldn't make sense and wouldn't work. So if I get paid, then it's like, that's somebody that I have to like, kind of like listen to or obey somewhat. Not that Jerry's ever told me, you know, that I had to do or say anything ever. Like, I think he understands the situation, you know, perfectly, but like, I just don't, I don't know. I don't need to, like, I like what I do right now. I would like it more than, you know, having to skateboard f- full time and, and do that as a job. And that's, if I stopped doing what I'm doing now, the truth is people would, would stop carrying, uh, they would stop buying my board yeah. because, you know, I've skated for a long time. I understand what has made me, you know, uh, popular or whatever. It's not because of my skateboarding. I had fucking 500 followers on Instagram for 99% <laughs> of me owning an account. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It's It's complicated, but- Right now, I don't think so.
3: The boards would sell, that's for sure. Yep. That's tough. I remember me and Donald talked about that like maybe a year or two ago, like what makes you a pro. And I feel like we touched on some of the same stuff you said, but we also said that like board sales was just like if people are gonna buy it, then like then why not be pro? But I like you make some good points too. And if I think the most important one is if you don't feel like pro you don't feel like you deserve to be pro, at least now, then that's yeah. probably the number one thing you should listen to is your own like thoughts and feelings on do do I deserve this title. But it's weird because the boards would sell.
0: <laughs> Jerry came to you, or not came to you, but like he already knew what you were doing before getting on sci fi. So for him to put you on sci fi and then potentially turn you pro and then try to like change what you're doing, it just wouldn't make sense. It's kinda like us with Vans like we were already doing the podcast already like kind of had our thing and then Vans became a sponsor and it's not like they've never once told us to like not say anything or take something down like to censor something after you join like you become a part of it just it doesn't really make sense
2: yeah 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 you try to tell your girlfriend I don't want you working at that strip club anymore (laughs) (laughs) uh, (laughs) time for you to get a job at Whole Foods you knew what I was
0: (laughs) But as a skate influencer who potentially used his influence to leverage his spot on sci-fi. <laughs> I fucking brute forced it. Absolutely. Use the public, use your your uh, your gang. Do you think you've somewhat become what you hate in skating?
2: Uh I get this question uh a lot. Um I mean on the very basic principle of like, I'm sponsored, but I'm like a YouTuber. I, I don't think so, honestly. I mean, I put out a video part, I tried, I hate half the tricks that are in it now. <laughs> I'm working on a new one, you know? Like, to me, the, the main thing is, if you're going to talk shit on what's going on, then, you know, show your face, show your tricks, put something together, Try, you know, put your cock on the chopping block Jesus. in the same way that everybody else <laughs> does, you know? Yeah. It's fair. And then like then that that's that's fair. Now like everybody's playing ball. So <laughs> that's that's what I try to. I the fact I mean I skate, like I'm now in a position where I have the resources to do that. I can like film video parts and and somebody's willing to, you know, pay for me to go somewhere and, and, you know, have Luke Murphy media bar me up and shit. I have like a lot more privilege in that respect than a lot of other people do. But, you know, I think, I guess, no, I don't know. Like I try, I try on my skateboard, you know, and I talk about what other skaters are doing and anyone is welcome to do the same exact thing, which they did when I put my video part out they're welcome to say the say about my YouTube videos or my skateboarding. Like everybody's welcome to criticize me in the same way that I, you know, criticize them. So I don't, I don't think so, you know, cause I got a video part and shit. So yeah, that's all <laughs> I can say really.
3: <laughs> Were you nervous putting that out? Like knowing that you're going to be more of a target than like a typical video part person putting a part out?
2: Yeah. I mean, I think I I was nervous, but I also knew that I had like two or three tricks in there that I thought were actually pretty good. So like for me, and like I was talking about earlier, I tried, you know, I tried to put something out. Like I I did my best. Like I also tried to make it different. Like I chose an eccentric song to toss in there that a lot of people objected to. Um, but you know, at least I didn't fucking do, uh, you know, three and a half minutes of ride on grinds to emo music, you know, like (laughs) I, I fucking threw a curveball in there and in there somewhat, you know, Mason Silva had a part recently where he, uh, skated to this like Brian Eno song, you know, where he's going, I'll come running to tie your shoe. That, that's, that made me laugh. I fucking hated that song. And, uh. Yeah, I have Mason Silva's phone number. Uh, I was texting him about it. And he basically was like, dude, I can't skate to Sonic Youth, you know, for my entire career. And I was like, that makes sense, you know, like you got (laughs) to at least, you know, switch it up. And a lot of the time people don't know that something is not saying this about my part at all. But I'm just saying people don't know that something is like good or will, you know, have ripple effects that kind of change the trajectory of, of trends in skateboarding or, or anything until like a long time after it's, it's like, you know, initially come out. So um, yeah, I don't know what the, what the fuck was the question again, but uh, <laughs> yeah, basically basically Mason Silva skating to that Brian Eno song that I didn't think worked very well for his part. Like maybe he was onto some shit. We'll see in three years, you know? <laughs> was it a blunt slide to Fakie Manny or Tailslide? Fakey flip. Yeah, yeah. Blunt fakie yeah. manual flip.
3: That was tight. Hats off. My
2: best trick I've ever done. Um, that's I, If you ask me that in the rapid fire section, that's my
0: answer <laughs> for sure. <laughs> you have signed a one-day contract with the New England Patriots with the main objective of gaining 14 yards in that one NFL game. Tom Brady hands the ball off to you in the backfield. You cut to the left, find a hole, went out of nowhere. Troy Polamalu, the flying Hawaiian, comes flying through the air, ready to knock your head clean off. And all of a sudden, the greatest tight end in National Football League history, Rob Gronkowski, sets the pick, and you're off and running, gaining 14 yards and living the rest of your life healthy. Rob Gronkowski, and that block is CHP O'Brien. The worldwide leader in sunglasses and watches. Always doing it for the people. Uh, usually we save this for the end, but while we're talking about your part, take us behind the scenes on the Chloe Colville Street League style huh. Ender 50 50 <laughs> kickflip. Well oh, what was that session like, man? Well Did you build uh, that spot?
2: Yeah, okay. Well, what happened is there's like I don't know what spot we were actually going to it was like some dumbass like outledge thing it was such a shitty spot and then Ryan Lay was visiting LA at that point in time and uh he was like snooping around the back side of the spot and like just seeing what was going on and there's like i this uh i guess this sign with like that long you know metal pole attached to the mm-hmm. bottom of it it's a square rail And there's weird, there's like, I don't know if he was, I don't think he was the first person to come up with that. I can't remember if there are grind marks on the wall or not, but like, he ended up having this idea of jamming the pole between like the wall and then this other pole that was right next to the wall. So it kind of created this wedge where you could stick it down. And then there was a tree sprouting out from next to the wall. So it created this like, you know, little like V kind of thing that you could grind through. And I was like, I'm not skating that thing. Are you insane? And Ryan was trying it and he wanted me to try it with him. So I was kind of just like skating it fucker around. It was really scary for me to like start going fast at it because I was like, I don't want to miss and like fall into the wall or something. And the rail was also quite close to the wall. So it was Mm -hmm. like, you know, you can whatever a million things can happen, but like also just not like pushing off the wall every time. Um, Luckily, the one that I did, I didn't touch the wall, but it ended up being like the perfect amount of space because the thing that I was grinding over was just the hole in the uh, asphalt where the tree was coming out of. And it was like, the I had to ollie a little bit to get onto the pole. But yeah, basically, I ended up like 50-50-ing it and then... The 50-50 kickflip is obviously a controversial move, and I have said plenty about the 50-50 kickflip. However, as with all things in skateboarding, dependent upon, you know, the situation and the context of what's happening, maybe there's a time and a place for a 50-50 kickflip. And I thought, you know that going up a rail jammed between some thing and then there's like a tree sprouting out on the other side. That seems like a reasonable time to 50-50. Uh, kickflip, because it's like, you know, your options in that situation are extremely limited. You know, it's not like you have 10 different tricks you can do on that thing. It's not like just 50 fiftying ing a regular flat ledge where you can literally do anything. Your options are very limited and it's like an up rail. So it's like, it's kind of asking for you to jump off of it or do something out of it. So, and that was the only possible thing I could have fucking done. So, <laughs> um yeah i don't think that was like what i necessarily wanted to be like my ender that wasn't my dream ender or anything but it was kind of it kind of just made sense i'd been sitting on so much footage for so long i was like okay let's drop that bitch Dude, I, well i like that <laughs> clip but it's funny yeah. there's oh, been thanks. so
3: many 50 kickflips coming up in my mm-hmm. life lately i watched your street league uh, video and that, Oh yeah, that, yeah. Everything you said about like her 50 front side flip back 50 back big spin. I was like, yo, I can't believe she won. And it was like the drama, everything you <laughs> broke down. But so that, that left a bad taste in my mouth on 50 kick flips which I generally don't like. And then like, I think two days ago, I'm not sure if you're familiar with our buddy Karan Gale. He like UK skater, skates for Nike and skateboard cafe, but
2: he just, I think I do know him. Yeah. Yeah,
3: he he's a beast. But he posted a fifty kickflip on a flat bar, on a round rail <laughs> oh. the other day, and I just like roasted him in the DMs. And then he like <laughs> he like sent, made a poll like our fifty kickflips stinking, and most people were actually down, which I was surprised by. And I told uh, him like nobody knows what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Well, everyone's just trying to be nice. I'm like that that trick right. is whack ninety percent of the time. Like the best one that I. Always comes to mind is McCrank on the Hubba in France and Minic Matty. That's like the all-time best one, I'd say. But I was like, yeah, there's maybe five good ones that have been done all time. And at the time, I I forgot about yours. But I'd, I'd throw yours on there. I like that clip. That makes it six? Damn. Yeah. Oh, also, he, and then he did a fucking Switch 50 Switch flip on the same round flat bar like the next day, which was insane. That's kind of dope.
2: That's, yeah, it's kind of, that's a little sick. I'm not going to lie. Switch 50 Switch flip is so bananas. Yeah. Wiggling your foot.
3: Like, fuck that. I'd eat shit.
2: Never heard of anyone doing that either. A Switch 50 Switch flip. Yeah. That's kind of didn't. It
3: didn't look great, but it's, (laughs) <laughs> Probably like just so hard. Like I would yeah. never want to it's try it I feel more like than good my looking. truck would just buckle every time. Mm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, okay. Fuck Mary. Kill oh. S- Steve Barra. Carl Akins. Jonah Hill.
2: How do you guys?
3: No, John Hill. John Hill's oh, John the YouTuber, Hill. right?
2: I-, I don't like Jonah Hill either. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I thought it was a typo.
0: Donald. my bad. <laughs> I don't even know who John Hill is though, but. But leave Jonah out of this. Go with John, man. Okay, okay.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm just wondering why is Carl? Have I said anything? Did, are you just referencing Carl Aikens because of the fashion video? This I did? is
0: straight from one of your homies. This is just, I didn't want to like ah. switch anyone in there, but.
2: Because I was waiting to say Carl Aikens has the worst style <laughs> in skating right now. <laughs>
0: So but I guess we're one step ahead of so you guys.
2: Do, you guys don't always ask that, do you? In the rapid fire. Sometimes you guys do. Sometimes you don't No, We, we do, but
3: sometimes people don't answer it. So we'll leave it out. Oh, people don't want to say it. Okay. Yeah.
2: I'll say it.
1: Yeah.
0: People think it's edited <laughs> that sometimes we mess with the rapid fire. Anytime right. there's like, you can kind of tell when the audio is different from like a, mm-hmm. a separate day. That's just someone hadn't thought of it. Answer yet? So we were like, okay, you know what? Take your time. Send us your answer later. Yeah, but if somebody, there's
2: somebody's like, uh, Jeff to Oh uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like,
0: try and think of something different. But
2: right. Um. Well. Fuck Mary. Kill. Uh. What? What was the first one again? Steve
3: Barra, your Carl buddy. Aikens, okay. John Hill.
2: Okay, I'm gonna kill John Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fuck Carl Aikens, and I'm going to marry Steve Barra. He and I deserve each other. (laughs) (laughs) A life in agony, man.
0: (laughs) Robert Neal, Trey Williams, Beatrice, the list goes on of uh, people you've come at. Has anyone approached (laughs) you face-to-face to to confront you about Uh, some beef, man?
2: Uh... No, not not in no, not only digital confrontation so okay. far, just some fighting words in in the DMs, but you know, shockingly it's pretty rare. Um most of the time people are either really good sports about what I'm saying. Like I think most people understand what I'm what I'm trying to do. But uh yeah, I mean it's pretty it's pretty rare nobody's ever you know come up to me um in real life i'm sure it'll happen you know sooner or later but uh no not not yet
3: all right uh yeah keep us posted i want to i want to hear how that goes down (laughs) (laughs) hoping it happens when you roast mike v and his uh mike and his shoe like i would be nervous I'd, I'd, my head would be on a swivel just because I know he's you know distanced himself from the old Mike V who beat up four random ox, but coming out a man <laughs> like Mike V, I'd be shook as hell.
2: <laughs> Dude, doesn't he live in like Iowa or Idaho or something? Okay, I, you're good. Then. good I chance. I think the odds of. Also, I don't know. He's got, like, a, a kid and stuff. Like, yeah, that was the old Mike V, the yeah. new Mike V. I don't think he's throwing hands these days. So, um, yeah, I don't know. If Also, if Mike V kicked my ass because I That'd made be fun epic. of his. If I made fun of his carryuma shoe and then he's like, I'm going to fucking kick this guy's ass. <laughs> like, dude, you can't really ask for a, a funnier, you know, situation than that. That's probably good for business, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. Getting <laughs> rocked by Mike V. Yeah. Yeah, he just leaves a fucking Karyuma imprint on my chest. Yeah. Like,
1: ugh.
3: <laughs> have you ever thought about having someone on, let's say, like a Beatrice, for instance, having oh. a discussion with any of the people you've come at in the past who have come back, like she came back at you when we interviewed her. Oh, yeah. Um,
2: she fucking pwned me. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Have you ever thought about uh doing not, not even an interview, but just I don't even know, like a sit down, you know, oh, like a, you ever seen a like, live
0: debate, a presidential debate? Yeah. We'll mediate it. They, they yeah, did I mean, reunion I... videos with like Shaq and Kobe and Magic Johnson. <laughs> and, and,
2: uh, That's funny. What's his
3: face? Yeah.
2: I mean, i I would be open to it potentially, but like I think a lot of content that like kind of goes in that direction, just ends up being like a little bit like rage baity type of thing, which I don't know, that's like kind of an internet term, but basically it just like, that's kind of a slippery slope where you, your, your audience like becomes a like hungry for a certain type of like confrontation and they want to see people arguing Mm. and stuff. And my stuff is already like a little bit, you know, edgy or controversial, but that's maybe like a step a little too far. I'm not opposed to the idea, but I would want to keep it, you know, relatively chill. I mean, the other thing is that, like, I understand this, which is that I do what I do, which is yap. I'm a big talker, um, and pro skaters do what they do, most of them anyway, which is skateboard. <laughs> Um and it's kind of unfair. Like it's a little unfair, I would say. Uh, not that I think that I'm like a fucking genius on the mic or anything, but it is a little like for this to be my full time job to be like, why don't you come online and debate me then, you coward? It's it's all it's <laughs> like, okay, what if you know fucking Rob Pace is like, okay, why don't you come debate me on this 40 stair handrail? I'd be like, mm, no, thank you. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not like a one to one comparison comparison, but like, I, I don't know, it would be a little odd for, you know, me who's like professional snarky guy to try to have like, you know, maybe a, a snark off. If it was like a, a respectful conversation, you know, where I tried to be like, why don't you try looking at it from my perspective? And they're like, why don't you try looking at it from my perspective? Like then maybe, but, uh, I don't know. Uh perhaps if Beatrice wants to oh, go little one on one and, you know, chop it up on the mic, then I'm down.
0: <laughs> Is there uh, I would a tune skater in. out I would there in. that you think could who, go toe to toe to talk with you? To me? Yeah.
2: Oh, in like talking shit? Yeah. I'm sure, dude, I'm sure there's all kinds of like hilarious pro skaters, you know. Um Nobody I'm a, a, aware of that has, like, wanted to do that mm-hmm. or, or anything. But, I mean, I, I've met some pros, and, like, there are some pros that are really funny. Obviously, if you're a pro skater, though, you have to, like, be relatively well-behaved with what you say mm-hmm. um, and, and do. Okay.
0: Who would you consider a good representation of skating? In your eyes, like, give us your top three uncriticizable skaters.
2: Oh, man. I mean, nobody's uncriticizable. Never. I mean, uh, like, <laughs> I. even if you love somebody and you think they're the fucking best, like, Max Palmer's for sure my favorite skater right now, and he does stuff sometimes where I'm like, all right, old man, <laughs> let's... <laughs> what
0: do you mean, old man? I, I mean, he, he,
2: I have... F- Put a little more mustard on that, you know, that (laughs) kind of situation. Like, but, of course, he's my favorite skater. Like, again, kind of spoiling some rapid-fire stuff, I guess. But he would be the kind of guy that, you know, would be my uncriticizable that I will still, you know, criticize because, I don't know, I guess that's one of my, like basic principles is that like no matter how much you like somebody, if they do something that you think is like, you know, not their best work or whatever, like it's okay to have, you know, that, that thought. Otherwise it's like kind of like culty sort of thinking, you know, that's actually like a pet peeve ish of mine where people will like leave comments on thrash or they'll say like all hail X, Y, or Z. I'm just like, okay guys, relax, relax. (laughs) Um, but three, three skaters. I don't know. Um, that are above criticism. Dude, I don't know. Or as close to
3: uncriticizable as as you can get.
1: So uh, Max is number
2: one. Probably Max number one. You know, actually, probably Bobby DeKaiser also on there. So I was watching uh, his footage with somebody recently, and they were like saying they didn't like his skating that much. And I was just like... I almost I wasn't like into a fit of rage obviously because (laughs) I'd be a hypocrite if I were to like be like you can't say that about him.
0: But (laughs) you came to
2: his defense. Yeah, I was just like, bro, what are you, what are you talking about? So yeah, Bobby, I really fucking like. Damn, Uh, and then a third guy. Hold on,
3: before the third guy, what, what the hell, what was their reasoning? Uh, Oh,
2: I think it was something along the lines of. I don't like skaters whose like clothes are too tailored. Which mm. I can under I can un I can kind of understand oh, he's that. He's extremely for, tailored. He's tailored as fuck, but yeah. I think he looks good. I mean there are some skaters like uh I mean <laughs> I lo- Gilbert Crockett who sometimes like his pants are like like they look like he's like like straight from the dry cleaners onto his you know legs mm-hmm. like that where I could kind of see it sometimes but um I don't know I I I will probably I have almost nothing negative to say about Bobby's skating Almost ah, nothing. One more. Oh, I also like <laughs> Tell Kareem me one thing. a lot as well, who skates for limousine. Do you guys know him? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He just Yeah, he's he's been dropping heat recently. Yeah. So yeah, I'll I'll put him on my my third. He's been on fire this year, so I, I I'm fucking with him.
0: That's a nice big three right there. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you talked about our boy a little bit and turning the corner on Elijah Burrow and becoming you know, a little bit of a fan now. We've always been big fans of Elijah. What was it that made you make the switch?
2: Uh, I mean, initially, I I just felt... I mean, there were a lot of things that in the beginning. I was like, eh, what the fuck is going on here? Like, you know, Dylan passes, and mm-hmm. I was a huge Dylan head, like fucking embarrassing clips of me, like skating a box in my front yard, like wearing Janowski's with like flooded pants and a tucked in tank top, just like, (laughs) like so fucking hilariously Dylan brained, like probably more obsessed with that dude than I was anything in my entire life. And like, that's very embarrassing now, but, um, I guess it just goes to show you, uh, how powerful he was at the time. Um, so that, and then like you know, then Burl gets put on on FA, and I remember seeing the iPhone clips of like him skating with his his fit, and I was just like, "What the fuck is this? Mm. Like, uh, how is I? I'm like, is this like some like botched like replacement attempt or what is going on here?" So like that really like kind of rubbed me the wrong way, as I as did it, I think a couple of people, and I realized Burl like. You know, looking at his career, maybe he hasn't, I don't know. This is obviously just, you know, from where I sit, but I don't know. Maybe, like, he also, dressing like he used to dress like Duffel, like he talks about that in his out there video which also like bothered me cuz he was talking about like his style and his influence and I was like this is a if you're going to dress the way that you dress and you know skate for the company you skate for it's like that'd be a good time to like reference the fact that either like that who you're inspired by right now that seemed like very pertinent that he didn't talk about so that kind of bothered me too um so there were th- you know a lot of things where I was just like what I don't I don't I don't get what the fuck exactly is going on here, but like also, you know, the arm and stuff, it seemed very like, you know, like he was trying to look like somebody else. These days to answer why I've kind of turned the corner on him, I have already like espoused this, my views on this kind of so many times and done like, you know, one of my first ever videos I put on Patreon has like a hilarious amount of, you know, when I was full on angry, a hilarious amount of like, this looks like this, and he's copying this outfit from this, just like way too much, you know, shit. Um, that some people still still like, but I I don't know, I can't be that crazy anymore. Um, <laughs> now, I think now he's just uh, he's a little more more mellowed out, and I don't know. I kind of just like like I said, I got everything off off my chest, and like I'm kind of just ready to just you know accept him for the multi-dimensional human being that he is and enjoy the ripping because at some point like you harass somebody or verbally <laughs> and he's never responded once. Um, he's just done what I think probably is the best move for most pro skaters, which is to be like, who fucking cares um, and just keep doing his thing, which I kind of respect, you know? And I, I feel like I, and he's all like, he's very, a really prolific skater uh, and I think it would just be kind of sick if he dropped a heater at the end of this year, um, which I'm pretty sure he's doing. Oh, he's been
3: going and ham just, in the streets.
2: Yeah, banged us over the head, as uh, you guys like to say, <laughs> uh, with a sick part. Because it's like, dude, you taught, you complain enough about somebody, eventually they kind of like in your head, they become like kind of this, this meme status and you run out of negative things to say about them sort of. And then you're just like, fuck it, I guess like maybe I like him now. I don't even know how to explain it, but like- I don't know. I guess I'm just kind of stoked to see what Burl has in the chamber right now.
0: He's growing on you, man. He put a clip on Instagram. I think it was like last week, that 50 50 that was fucking crazy. Holy shit. Oh, I missed. uh, I think I missed that. Not the 50 50
2: from the the Rowan video. Was it the double kink? No, 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 no. I was talking about like a flat rail. Yeah, but, check his insta uh,
3: after just like a massive double uh, kink, fifty-fifty, and when that's going straight to the gram, you know he's he's sitting ready on some heat. Oh yeah, Can't wait for his yeah. Part. He's
2: got quadruple kinks
3: uh, on video. <laughs> he's got fucking something. You're uh, pretty critical on skate kits. In your mind, mm. what was the best era for for outfits?
2: Uh, I mean, right now. Like, it kind of depends on, like, what is is trending because people, like, you know, recycle old fits a little bit. And then, like, you know, say, like, Ultra Baggy was cool, and then now people are doing Ultra Baggy. It's going to be like, well, Ultra Baggy's not cool anymore because everybody's doing it. So, right now, in my opinion, like, probably I think the steeziest was... Chris Cole in like some of the Zero videos like tight like gray jeans like whatever like you know emo ass like (laughs) punk t-shirt he was wearing and like Fallen's and, uh, like, pink wheels or something. Like, there's some Chris Cole outfits where I'm like, God damn, dude, like, Playboy <laughs> Cardi, if he saw this, would, like, that would change his in- entire fucking outlook on fashion. So, yeah, I'm going to go with, like, some of that Zero Gear, Chris Cole specifically, like,
0: gangster as fuck. That's some good <laughs> shit right there. Personally, yeah. I, like... He's changed up a bit now. He's a little bit wonky sometimes, but young P-Rod was fucking rocking, man. When P-Rod was on S, those are some, some clean kits right there.
2: Yeah, yeah. P, uh, P-Rod's definitely got some steez. He's kind of hilarious these days, though. I don't know if you guys saw... I mean, I'm sure you did see, actually, but some of the stuff he was wearing in Define... Basically, he wears like real, like real those big, like wide-striped T-shirts, and he kind of just looks like a little kid. I love- <laughs> He's entering the... The YouTube world a lot now, eh? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's been a trend now with, like, pros trying to do some YouTubing. Um, A lot of them, I think, come from the perspective of, like, I'm pro, so I should teach people how to skate, which I think that's a fine way to do it. But I feel like the – I feel like – the there's like kind of a cap to how much interest there is gonna be around seeing like another fucking skateboard tutorial. So it's like, well, if Tom Asta's is teaching you this, maybe it'll be like more informative. But it's weird because it kind of works in a different direction, which is that, it's weird because like, if you're gonna learn math, you'd want somebody who knew math like inside and out, right? You'd like, was capable of far beyond what they were trying to teach you. Like, that's kind of the way I think most people think about it. But with learning skateboarding, sometimes, and maybe this works for everything, but sometimes it's kind of easy to learn from somebody who is learning or who is problem-solving on demand. So they're sharing with you, like, their current thoughts. Like, uh, when I was learning how to front crook, I made, like, a tutorial about it where basically I was, like, explaining how scary it is to just to front crook because it's, like, all about commitment and you just, like, grind that much of your truck and I like put a box into my front yard and stuff and I was just doing like the step-by-step process of, of how I learned it, maybe that could be like that type of tutorial could actually be more helpful for people than somebody who like, you know, doesn't even think about when, when they switch crook. Like mm-hmm. it kind of depends, you know? Both are valuable I think, but yeah, I don't, know, I don't know how successful like pro skating YouTube is gonna be with just doing a bunch of fucking trick tips, you know? Yeah, P. Rod's doing <clears throat> like he's not just doing trick
3: tips though. Him and Spanish are hilarious together. Those fools need an actual reality TV show or something.
2: Oh, are they doing other stuff? I've only seen a a, a trick tip on my recommended by the Rod.
3: <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't even see that one. No, they they'll just go like behind the scenes on a session or like day in the life type shit and pranking each other and I don't know.
0: Their their shit's good. He did a whole like uh, cool. life reset. I think was, I don't know how many parts, but there was like a bunch of parts. Like, starts with him talking about how his skating is kind of gone downhill a little bit and the the steps he needs to to get better. So it's kind of cool.
2: Uh, he's gonna start pulling a Reynolds and eating a bunch of fruits. And he does everything. <laughs> uh, nothing <laughs> everything.
0: else. Yeah, working out. Nice.
2: nice. Yeah, I mean that's that's cool. I mean that that makes a lot of sense. Like he's sharing his personal journey, exactly. which that sounds like good content to me. <laughs>
3: Yeah, but it's it's not uh, fucking on some Rob Deerdick shit. Like I saw I saw you chirping his shit. That shit cracks me up uh-huh. too much. When I just it just makes me cringe when someone like becomes successful and then they feel like they gotta like tell like break it down for the world. Like this is what I did. This is mm. how, Mike, how you do it. And that's Mike Taylor thinking they're like some guru. I don't know, but yeah. Rob Deerdick's shit's like out of control, man
2: it's weird dude he talks like he's i don't know what what is so odd to me about that guy is like he was so fucking funny and just like an overflowing like source of creativity back when he was like on mtv Mm -hmm. and and doing all of that shit like he was just like a hit machine just one of like the funniest guys that would just make shit happen And and now seeing what he has become, which is like basically you know this lifestyle influencer kind of dude, where he will he'll explain like concepts that don't need to be explained at all. Like (laughs) like he he just like like you're saying you like break it down. Be like, what I do like to maintain my schedule. Like he's like productivity fucking obsessed, and it's like uh, you're just like kills your your soul kind of. So. Like talk about how he eats like teriyaki chicken every day and he'll be like, I have thir- I have 45 minutes at night with my wife where we watch television and that is our time together where we connect. I tell her, we are connecting right now. This is our time to connect. It's like, dude, this is like some sinister fucking, you know, dystopian shit you're talking about right now. Um, And it's like, I don't, it's so weird. He just, dude, he just needs to fucking like, turn off the phone and, and stop podcasting and just like, go out like touch some fucking grass. You know for what real? I mean? So <laughs> the, uh,
3: <laughs> when you were talking about his haircut shit, I was dying. Cause I'm like, yo, like, yeah. How about you just Donald, did you see that one? He's like, no. he's like, when I go oh get a haircut, God. he's like, I go to this, what are, I forget what the place is called. And he's like, I pay for you everyone's like super cuts. Yeah. I, I pay for everyone's cuts so I don't have to wait in line. <laughs> And then Joe was like, how about you just make an appointment, you dumbass? Like,
2: what the fuck? Dude, he, like, he'll go to the – yeah, I forgot about that. But, yeah, he'd go to Supercuts and be like, what I like to do – that's how he talks. He'd be like, what I like to do when I go to Supercuts is I'll show up, I'll buy everybody's haircuts so I can cut them in line. And then it's like – like you, he has to like go there and flex his wealth <laughs> on people at at a shitty it's a nine dollar like, haircut a spot, budget yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's whatever, like a budget ass place. You know, like flexes money on people, get a bad haircut, and then dip. It's like fucking yeah exactly just make an appointment the whole thing was so contrived and like unnecessary and he's it's like that's rich guy brain he's acting like he's you know imparting this wisdom and he's like this eccentric intelligent you know wealthy guy but he just like is so far up his own ass he's forgotten about basic concepts like scheduling appointments for
0: haircuts it's fucking weird uh that one got me man (laughs) all right so what's next for you man Tell us what's coming. Uh,
2: I don't know. Like, it would, maybe it would be kind of cool to – I'd like to get some kind of space where I can, you know, do something a little more, you know, formal and professional. Like, get, like, a camera and, like, maybe, like, a set with some mics and, like, have some people on – you know, do some rapid fire questions <laughs> with them. Uh, that you know, that kind of just like I think it'd be cool to do what I do, which is basically sit at a computer, but like have somebody with me, like on a couch, just up the production value a little bit, and you know, get some other people's perspectives on you know what's going on, whether that be like part reviews or just like interviews or whatever. I just like to take the production a little bit to the next level and 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 see what. What what that could look like. So that's kind of what I'm what I'm thinking about these days. It would be nice to just have like a little bit more of a professional rig and get some more get some more people on deck and try to make it uh, pop that way. <laughs> <laughs> love it.
1: I oh, love awesome. it, bro.
2: Sounds wicked. <laughs> you guys, I'll, you guys will be my first guests once I get that studio. I'll, I'll put you guys on the uh, the the Patreon private jet.
0: <laughs> oh, that's oh, epic. baby, we'd love nothing more.
2: <laughs> and
3: and your video part that's also next. Yeah, keep your oh eyes yeah peeled, right folks. of course.
2: Like maybe I think next year sometime. Yeah, I think I'm I might start knuckling down on that in the next couple of weeks, and uh I'm thinking about a dark slide maybe as my ender mm. if I can pull that off. So <laughs> oh shit, that's what I'm gonna be going for. <laughs> Let's go,
3: Jerry will be proud. He's a dark slide master Oh, he he dropped dude, a crazy the one.
2: One he. The Garvanza Dark Slide was insane. That might be
3: the smoothest dude, one you ever. You guys have
2: been to that park, right?
3: No, I don't think I've been there. But that Oh that my so god,
2: sick. dude, that thing is so bad! Like that bank is is treacherous. That was that dark slide was insane. Oh, was so
3: sick. Yo yo yo! It's rapid fire with the ghost, and this week it's an honor to be brought to you by Crooked Skateboards. When you skate as ambidextrous as Bobby Worst, you don't want to be stressing over the direction of your board. Lucky for Bobby, and for you, on his Twin Tail Slick 8.3 Satan Service Board, you don't need to worry about any of that. Available now at Orchard in Boston, Blue Flowers in Franklin, Tennessee, After Hours in St. Paul, Minnesota, and all other premium skate shops, you know what to do. Go get yourself that signature Bobby Wallace board. Twin tails, baby. <laughs> Let's get it. <laughs> Joe, you know what time it is? A little rapid fire with your boys. Are you ready Let's to uh, shoot some shots? <laughs> 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 Favorite skater?
2: It changes all the time, but right now, maybe E2? You guys know him? No. He had the last part in the seven ball video. He's still like kind oh, of a okay, little yeah, bit. Yeah. yeah, he's a little bit unknown. The last part he put out before that was banging too, but he's like slightly slept on because he's an EU dude mm-hmm. right now, but I'll I'll say him for right yeah.
3: now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nike uh, guy, right? Long blonde hair. Yeah. He's been on That's some trips right. with Iran. Yeah. Shreds. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: He's a beast. He's a fucking beast.
3: Favorite video?
2: Old video, almost round three i watched that one like a million times as a kid and then relatively recently i'd say the probably the first 917 video
3: sick bro thoughts on greg let real quick because i'm a huge fan and he he just got so much hate over the years but like he's one of the most solid skateboarders of all time
2: Dude, they just couldn't handle what he was bringing. Dude. <laughs> he was serving it up in a way that that people were not able to digest. He is steezy as fuck, dude. The best fake stees. The fedora king, dude. I, I mean, I, was, I watched him when I was a kid, so I didn't really know what the hell was going on, but I really liked his part in almost round three, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> hell yeah. That kick front nose
3: guy, man. Head of its time. Favorite <laughs> video part.
2: Max Palmer in the 917 video. Favorite style? Chris. Oh, actually, yeah, Chris Cole. Fuck it. Chris Cole. Fuck yeah.
3: (laughs) Hell yeah. Which skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate?
2: I mean, it doesn't look like this anymore, but Sheckler probably. That was my first. I know I'm not doing Sheckler shit these days, but I was obsessed with, with Sheckler. As as a kid, and I I'd kickflip indies, you know cab, if any fakie kickflip like cab flip, half cab flip, all that stuff. I was Scheckler AF.
3: Hell yeah! And I can't picture, I can't think of a specific one, but I'm pretty sure he's got a mean 50 kickflip as well.
2: Oh, did yeah, he, he do did that one crazy on one actually the, on He, a round he did one on King of the Road. Yeah, where he did like a flat rail, then it was like there was a drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was oh, fun. that was a sick yeah. one.
3: Though. Yeah. That's some influence right there. For sure. Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth?
2: Uh, I'd say probably Uto right now. Mm-hmm. I ain't infinite cap. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite trick? Uh, dark slide.
3: Hardest trick for you?
2: Definitely heel flip. That was the first trick I ever learned, and it's just so gone now. I don't know where it went, but it's embarrassing, dude. That's my kryptonite in a game of skate.
3: Damn, dude. Same here. I learned those first flip trick I learned, and I they hurt my ankle too much to do now. I kind of miss them.
2: Tragic.
3: Most illegal trick.
2: Crook nollie flip for show. Ooh. Get that shit out of my face. You know who you are. <laughs> Favorite clip you've ever gotten? Ah, uh, the blunt slide, fake manual flip. That, oh, yeah. That's the best thing I've ever done.
3: Yeah. That was <laughs> high speed, well executed. Love it.
2: Dude, it happened randomly as fuck. Usually it takes me three hours to do anything. That one happened in like 12 tries. I was like, Damn. that was weird.
3: <laughs> Love that. I don't remember what that feels like, but hopefully <laughs> hopefully, we'll get a clip in 12 tries one of these days.
2: Worst trend you've been a part of? Tier list videos. You guys you guys know what those are, yeah? No, what is that? Say it again. Uh, tier list videos.
0: No what's
2: It's that? just when you say it's a like style video I did a lot that I will not stop doing, by the way. But uh they're uh just you basically say like heel flips are S tier, like hard flips are F tier, like you just rank them <laughs> kind um, of a, most oh, tier most people, okay, I guess. Yeah, you. tier list videos. Yeah, okay, okay. okay. Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed. Witnessing myself darkslide an element flat bar. <laughs> What's the one trick that got away? Uh, I honestly haven't tried anything like cool enough to be upset about. You know. I'm not like, oh, I was in Shanghai that time. And like, there's this one time situation. I was on an Etnies trip. And like, I tried to back nose bunt this thing, but we got kicked at nothing like that, dude. I'm just trying to do like fucking illegal manual combos at dinky fucking spots. <laughs> so who gives a fuck?
3: <laughs> you sound like Donald last week when he realized he never had a My War. He's like, damn, maybe I don't try hard enough. <laughs>
1: Dude, it, you gotta
2: have a you gotta have a my war. You guys now we're working on a
0: video, so maybe it's coming, man. <laughs> I've been
2: hearing about this video for a long <laughs> time. It's coming 20, soon. It's a, we're gonna need yeah, a clip. yeah, we
0: put a date on it, man.
2: Oh, you gave yourself till twenty five. Oh, hard workers <laughs> over here. <huh?
3: laughs> um, we're gonna need a clip, by the way. But what's the biggest bunt you've ever witnessed?
2: You guys know Chandler Burton, Big Nike. Mm-hmm. We were driving in LA and there was like, uh, I can't really describe the spot to you guys, but there's a massive fucking bank. Like people have like pressure it off like a three foot drop into it. And that's been like its own trick. Chris Millick did it and Sheckler did it. Damn. Some people know what I'm talking about. There's a billboard above it. So it's probably like tw- 25 to 35 feet off the ground into this insane bank that like Sheckler is like barely pressure rolling to into out of like three or four feet off the ground. We were driving past it and like Big Nakey's like I could pressure ollie off that billboard <laughs> into the bank, and I'm like you are out of your fucking mind. That's easily the biggest bunt I've I've ever witnessed. It wasn't even an attempted yeah, yeah. trick. It was just a verbal <laughs> bunt. I
3: love that. I love that you called them on it too.
2: I was just like, dude, there's no fucking way. You'd have to be to look at that thing and think that you could do it or that anyone could do it. I was like, it was like a Tony Hawk's pro skater mission. It's like, why don't you pressure Ollie off the billboard into the bank, into like a main street, by the way? It's like a borderline into a fucking freeway.
3: (laughs) Wait, sorry. Can I say him? I'm not sure what his things are.
2: Yeah, it's him. Okay, okay. I mean I th- I think he, he wouldn't mind a little bit of they action as well, but uh I think it's 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 him.
3: Okay. Yeah, I just don't wanna don't want to get canceled
0: by accident. Say I think he wouldn't mind a little bit of they action.
2: Well, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a it's a fluid, it's a fluid thing, you know. But I mean I was just on a trip with him, and that's that's the going. Okay. That's uh, the going uh no, He's
3: sick as fuck at Glory Challenge. He went off. That was, it was fun to yeah. watch. Oh
2: yeah, definitely. That was a good showing for him. That was huge.
3: What's the last new trick you learned?
2: crook nollie flip. Oh okay. fuck.
3: Yo, I yep. respect that because you hate the trick, but I always feel like you have more. You're more justified in hating on something if you can do it. There's some tricks that we can hate on because they're just whack, even if we can't do it, and it's not arguable. But uh, I like that you you went out of your way to learn them so you can hate on them even more.
2: I I mean I, my point was a trick is deceptive and easy. And so I was like, nothing will prove that more than if a shitter like myself learns it in an hour.
3: <laughs> so Yo. that's what I did. That trick, I don't think, I kind of want to try it now just to see, but I've never tried. I don't think I could ever do that trick. That shit seems
2: impossible to You me. can do it. You can do it. If you've got an anywhere remotely decent nolly flip, then it's money. Donald, you think you got that? You're a nolly
0: flipper? <laughs> nah. Nah, I'm not a flip elder though. Yeah.
2: I'm not either, dude. I can only tail slide flip out mm. and 50-50 flip out <laughs> and, now, and now crook flip, flip out. out. Those yeah. are the three easiest flip outs in the game. Mm.
3: Okay. I'll give it a bunt next time I'm at the skate park. We'll see what happens.
2: Yeah, fuck it.
3: Dream job after skating.
2: Landlord. <laughs> oh, that's genius.
3: <laughs> Favorite local brand.
2: It's not local to me currently, but Vantage Vintage Salt Lake City. When I was there, oh, my God. Let me tell you guys about the pants selection, dude. Skater skater is bonerific, dude. They had just piles of silver tabs, like some jeans that I didn't even know. Dude, $30 of like, fucking vintage Carhartts, cargos. Dude, oh. you. I went in there. I dropped, like, 400 bucks. I want to be sp- <laughs> I want to be sponsored so badly by that brand, dude. Like, I went in there, walked out with one bag of clothes. My entire wardrobe was immediately obsolete. Damn.
3: Okay. Okay. Well, we'll have to check it next time we're in Salt Lake.
2: <laughs> Definitely. Definitely.
3: Favorite local skater?
2: Uh, oh, Local Joe. <laughs> you guys know him? No, yeah. he's that boss? Uh, a YouTuber. He's a Local Joe. That's his name. Sick. That's my favorite local skater. <laughs>
3: favorite teammate ever.
2: Max Garson. Five people will know who that is. Used to be Am for Alien Workshop. Sick. Worst teammate ever. It's for sure Ryan Leigh. Oh shit. <laughs> no question, dude. That guy is such a pain in the ass. It's it's like clockwork on the end of a trip when we're about to like try to get on an airplane. He is all of a sudden has this inspiration to try a trick. <laughs> <laughs> i'll give him credit he got it on the last one but uh i i, I gotta g- rip into him a little bit when we were in toronto we we returned to this ledge like four times we get kept getting kicked out we go on the last day you kn- he we know you only get a few tries at this ledge you guys know the the ledge it's like at that abandoned kind of like theme park place. Yeah. Oh yeah, the you know? hubba. And it's next to yeah, the the hubba, By sorry. The water, yeah. It's next to that body of of water. The security kicks you out of there now. I I guess they didn't used to. Yeah. But we've been like three times. We know the drill and he like bunts like nine tries and is just like yelling <laughs> and I'm like dude, I'm like fuck you. We're all here like we're about to get on an airplane. You only have a few tries you know, give it the good, you know, give it a fucking proper attempt. So he was just bunting them on the last day. I'm like, I'm going to fucking kill this guy and his board goes in the water <laughs> and shit. Um, what did he want just on that? that, that, uh, I think Nolly Nose Blunt or Nolly Nose Grinder, some Ryan Lay-ism on it. I don't even remember. Yeah,
3: that'd be beast. That thing is a little intimidating with the water.
2: Yeah, but it's a nice hubba, it's low as fuck. I mean, if you're a hubba guy, it's yeah. Pretty, no, it's, pretty nice.
0: It's like a park hubba in the street, right? It's a good size. For sure. It's
2: it's it's parkish. Worst company. Oh worst company. Um, I mean right now I'd ah, fucking Birdhouse or King, probably.
0: <laughs> Those two Dude. in the same conversation. <laughs>
2: I think so, yeah. I mean, for different reasons, like Tony Hawk is just like has this brand that sucks ass that he like doesn't care about or something. Birdhouse is like your name on it. Then King is just like, dude, if you're going to start a board brand, like Tyshawn's one of the best skaters in the world, like hire a graphic designer or something that is good or anything. There's a million artists on Instagram. There's a whole world of exceptionally talented people. I mean if your graphics look like those graphics, I don't know what to tell you. What's
0: wrong with the Google search, man?
2: Oh, the the Wikipedia graphics? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I just anti like just copying and pasting like a bunch of stole like shit from mm-hmm. the internet and putting it off. It's just low effort and like it's not like ironic or novel at this point. It's like, dude, fucking make a cool graphic. It's not that hard. Worst trend. Oh, I would say the the mullet mustache. Traditional American tattoos <laughs> look that people are fucking rocking right now. It's so played. It's it's painful, and people make it their whole personality. It's time to hang that up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Worst style.
2: Uh Oh, Carl Aikens. Oh.
1: Double down. Know, you already, dude,
2: he's like the perfect litmus test, dude. If people can't see it, it's like... I don't know, they need to go to, like, skateboard, you know, training camp or whatever. Like, he's a very good skateboarder. He's he's very talented, obviously. That goes without saying for, you know, most dudes that are pro for, like, an OG company, like Girl or something, but... Or Chocolate. Um but like yeah he's just doing so much on the rollaways and and shit and it's like he's definitely got hot guy syndrome where somebody knows they're they know they're hot too that's like a dangerous game for a guy to know they're hot and be good at skateboarding it's just it's it's he's turning into a fucking monster and uh he needs he needs a a, a real a real friend in his life to be like okay nice but let's just Chill on the steeds a little bit on those those rollaways. It's uh, snowballing out of control. <laughs> God damn. Last but not least, my
3: guy. Last person you want on the sesh.
2: I mean, I'll say I haven't skated with like tons of famous people, so I'll just say the Max Garson. Also, best he's like hit or. I was skating this spot in Salt Lake. And we were rub, I was rubbricking and lacquering the shit out of it, making the spot work. I spent like an hour, you know, going to the hardware store, coming back, fixing it up, and then he comes over to me. He's like, and it's like five minutes from being dry and ready to go. And he's like, we should go to a different spot. And I'm like, I'll, I'm, I'll fucking kill you right here in this parking lot. I'll end your life if you. This is where you want to die, like. Anyway, and then we, I don't know, it was just, I was like, what? And so he, they left and they went to go look at a spot that no nobody skated. It was like bad. Corey wanted to look at like a, a bump to ledge or something that was a bust. But I was just like, how dare you propose this right now? I clipped up on that spot anyway, so. Let's go, but I was you. just like, why would you ask me that after like, you know, I've been working on this. We've been working on this thing for like an hour and a half, so. That yeah, that that triggered the fuck out of me. So that that's my answer to that.
3: <laughs> I love a nice
0: backstory. Yeah, that's
3: epic.
2: Hopefully, that was r- relatively rapid. That's perfect. as good as
0: it gets these days, I think. <laughs> the rapid cool. fire has evolved into something different.
2: Yeah, because it's like a it, people know now, so they want to come prepared with a, a good answer.
0: Yeah, and if they're remotely going to talk shit, they want to explain it.
2: Of course. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right, bro. That's it, man. Yo, before before we
3: get out of here, though, I just wanted to give a little love to our homie, Evan Hay, who I feel like, I don't know if, oh. how true that is, but you guys, or there's some inspiration, or I don't know what the story is, but you fuck with Evan, so shout out Evan Hay.
2: Heavily, heavily, dude. The ma- oh, it, No, Jesus. I would not attribute any more inspo to anybody in this world. Then Evan Hay, he's always my number one answer where people ask me like, you know, what got me into making, you know, shitty YouTube videos. But he didn't. He, I asked him once like he used to vlog, he used to make part reviews and all that shit. Yeah. Dude, the the best. He's the chosen one. I'm like a false prophet. The real god of skateboard YouTube is oh a hundred percent Evan Hay. But he doesn't. <laughs> I don't think he likes the attention. He told me I asked him once why he doesn't do it. He said he'd rather be a farmer than a YouTuber, <laughs> which makes complete sense, dude. He doesn't have as corrupt a soul as I do. He wants, you know.
0: Yeah, he can't take it in return as easy. I yeah, think.
2: he. I think he just wants some kind of like fulfilling life or something corny like that instead of just you know selling <laughs> yourself on online. So makes sense, but. Uh, you can't deny the bag Evan if you ever if you ever want it it's sitting right there for you
3: bro <laughs> you see his backflip the other day man biggest shout out to Evan. Oh hey. my
2: God dude that was so insane He's such a beast. Dude, the funny thing about that backflip clip is like he did one and then the park's like, Hell yeah. And then I guess he, he did another one and I was like the backflip hype dies so fast. <laughs> you just you just turn into like a scooter guy who can like triple backflip quad tail whip on the first one, everyone's like, Oh nice and then like on the fifth one, everyone's like, All right, buddy, pack it up. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh,
3: on that oh, note, heaven, hey. We outie. Thank you, Joa. Thank you, boys. Yes, sir
2: face
0: here we go back at it round two random skater of the week with special guest introduce yourself mitch
1: up, so, it's
0: Mitch. How y'all doing? <laughs> 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 uh, Safin getting some help because he's 0-1 uh, so he called in Mitch because he's uh, worried I might go 2-0 on his ass. So,
1: yeah, right.
0: Add a little flair. We got Mitch in the building. The ghost looking to uh, secure his first dub and then the host of this madness and uh, the brains behind the operation. Round of applause for Davis Torgerson.
4: That was pretty good. Thank you. Thank you. All right, are we... Uh... T-Funk. <laughs>
0: That's a guess.
4: Oh, no. Saifa is down to two guesses <laughs> left. <laughs> is this another Andy Max situation? No, no, no. Oh, no, no.
0: hey, we don't talk about that.
4: I thought we All were right. going to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if anyone forgot or didn't see it, they have three guesses to get the random skater. I will give out clues. They can ask me questions, and I will decide if I want to answer them. I guess. Um, any questions from you?
0: We just talked for a little bit about uh, the fact that I shocked the world last week. You know.
3: Yeah, let's let's, let's keep it moving here, man. I'm Mitch, so
0: Let's just live. <laughs> let's just keep living on last week for a couple more minutes. One. And
4: let's oh. Oh boy. Here. All right. Are you guys ready? (laughs) Mitch, are you ready?
1: Oh, I'm ready, baby. All
4: right, let's go, Boo Boo. All right. This random skater is regular. Oh, oh, I got it. (laughs) That eliminates eliminates 50%. I'm on the trail, trust me. All right. This skater is from Gaithersburg, Maryland. What the fuck?
3: So All right. That eliminates Ryan Smith for me. <clears throat>
4: <laughs> All right, where should we go here? This skater in a 2006 video part had Omar Salazar as a guest trick, a guest skater in his part.
1: <laughs> Fucking
0: hell. <laughs> Who wants to whip, burn a guest? <laughs>
4: This skater, his first sponsor was Good Times, which is based, which was based out of Winona, Minnesota. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I thought that would be a dead giveaway.
0: Good Times, Minnesota. God. Yeah, you're from Minnesota. Um, <laughs> I had to throw it in there.
1: God.
4: Okay. all right.
1: I'm a, a guest. Should I say? Mm-hmm. Should I say, Shiloh?
4: Shiloh. Don't you
1: remember might, his last name. We might.
4: <laughs> we we don't even need don't even need the rest of it because it is not correct. <laughs> maybe maybe Shiloh oh, Shia LaBeouf, man. Yes. <laughs> that was <epic>. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Mitch is down to two, two, guesses, left. Left. two guesses left. All right. Safa and Donald still three guesses each. They can they can fire away whenever. Okay. All right. This skater shared a transworld part with Tom Boyle. Oh,
0: fuck. The only Boyle I know is Dan.
4: This was a Tom. This was a Tom. All right. Okay. All right. We can keep going. This skater hosted a skate contest with their name attached to it and did not win. Reese Sports. Reese That was me. I. It was close, but end, I think it was. Safe of guessing it, and it is the correct no. answer. No, we need him. That's a tie at best. <laughs> oh, no, get the producer in here. Bring the producer in here. We're gonna. We I, do we need a video replay? I. We need I a video replay. Safe of- <laughs> uh, you gotta say the whole name. <laughs> no, we're, we're
0: bring run it back. Run back the video. <laughs> not from fucking
4: Maryland oh shit that's whack that's oh, oh man Mitch's cheese Shiloh's right up Shiloh Shiloh all right Mitch uh, you know your first time uh, on Random Skater what uh, What would you do differently next time I
1: would maybe just wait until the next question yeah mm. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's a bold, it's a bold strategy. We'll see if it pays off. For him. Oh, I didn't even get to my clue of uh, opening shot in their legendary 1996 video part was them slamming on a frontside slappy with a board with unusually large wheels.
0: That would
4: know. Dang it! I should have had that one next. Oh shit! And his yeah. Easter, his Eastern Exposure three part, he slams slapping a curb with like mountain like dirt wheels
0: (laughs) dude i should have known off of salazar
4: i was gonna say janowski
3: and bernie oh and i I didn't
4: even another another thing i wanted to get to was skated to johnny cash and 50 cent
3: Oh, <laughs> what like a, that would have helped because I remember watching that 50 cent edit.
1: We asked
4: him about that. Yeah, that was sick. Like... Yeah. All right, everyone's homework. Watch some Reese Forbes. Figure out which video part he skated a 50 cent up in the club in. <laughs> You'll be psyched.
1: You've got mail.
0: Welcome back to the post office, only a couple weeks left so me and the ghost got a lot of emails to get through. So let's get it popping, man. Alright,
3: first up we got an email from Adam Z. What's up Bunt family, I hope your Canadian summer was everything you could have asked for and more. In regards to skater of the year, I think it would be wise if Thrasher posted stats for each nominee. Example being, how many video parts they dropped this year. I feel like someone could f- forget about a part dropped earlier in the year and not be taken into consideration. Also, I think it's equally important to take into consideration other accomplishments besides video parts. Example being, if they started a new brand, upgraded to a better board company, got a pro shoe, or got a cover in Thrasher. Anyways, best of luck with the winter approaching, and thank you for this amazing podcast. It's brought me so much joy, peace, and love. Yo, respect, Adam Z.
0: Yep. Oh man, I was just trying to look for it. I feel like there is like an app or a website where this guy has started to track how many video parts they've put out, how many video parts they've appeared in, number of clips, amount Bro, of footy they put out. It's an email Have that's coming. It? Yeah, someone emailed okay. us the shit, and it's
3: insane. But uh, <laughs> for the people. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going a little overkill, but we'll get to that one. As far as uh, I agree, I think a list of, like, the main things would be helpful, especially for that stuff that comes out in January and February. uh, March-type shit. But I don't think that switching board sponsors or getting a shoe or anything like that, I, I don't think that has anything to do with Skater of the Year. But a list of, like... Photos, video parts, clips,
0: and other videos, some sort of tracker would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Who you got for Sodi right now? Right it's now. Sunday well, night. Yeah. Uto drops tomorrow. Morning. We got a
3: Uto part dropping tomorrow, yeah. which I can't wait to see. But right now, Sodi for me, it's got to be Miles Silvas, man. That part was a uh, chef's kiss type thing, man. But it's just one part, dude. He he's been doing shit all year though. He had he had the Thrasher cover, the Front Crook. He's like switch heel back 50ing, Clipper and Buster Bill. He's put out some heavy clips, you know. And Thrasher does the little like mini Instagram parts. Like I don't know. This is a case where it would be nice to have uh, a list of all the stuff he put out because I'm sure he's put out you know shit for Primitive throughout the year. He, I, His presence has been felt all year Let's put it that way Like I know he's been killing it He was going to the east coast Getting clips And that part was just a barn burner Like yo When fucking Your main man Abe won it It was just a one part Fucking Boss move And that Miles
0: part yeah. was heavy duty That was a lifetime achievement award for Ave. A much 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 deserved one Um Shad should've won that year <laughs> Nah well i at that time i think people thought a was gonna win for many years to come which is a mistake we've seen in all sorts of sports but um yeah like i think it's set up now for Uto to win if we'll see how this last part goes but you'd be hard pressed to take it away from him um but you can make a case for john shanahan a lot of people have been pushed for john shanahan real real hard he just dropped a little thing on Thrasher. It was like his Chad Muscat day where he got three bangers in one day, which was dope. Sick. Um, TJ Rogers unleashing massive amounts of footy at all times. Um, probably won't get the, the recognition he deserves, but here in TDOT, I think we need to celebrate TJ Rogers a little bit more. Yeah, I'd say Josh. I was talking like I kind of like Cyrus Bennett, but like, he would need one more. I think you would need another part to drop so time's mm-hmm. a ticket so you just named like
3: seven people who's your Sodi? i said right john now. shanahan I okay right now. now currently i uh Hill.
0: brooklyn bank set that was Ooh. sick yeah that was crazy man. the biggest shout out to Tej though yeah all right next up we've got an email from jack hannigan Hey, Bunt Cakes, writing you today from Grand Rapids, Michigan. I enjoy listening to your podcast at work. I thought I would share with you my list of the top three things Safa says. Three, whispering the only buzz. Two, barn burner. And number one, you dig. P.S. Could I get y'all to do an all right, we're back like Chris Roberts. That would make my day. Thank you. I don't want to do it, man. Do you? <laughs> uh,
3: bruv, you're the you're
0: the host, man. No, nah, man. This is the bunt, the number one podcast in skateboarding. Believe that to the nine club. Yeah, we got to do that combo pod. We got to get back down to Cali, bro. Yeah. Cali was
3: looking for us last time, but we had that baseball game, and then we had to fly out. Next time. Yeah. We were buzzing down there. <laughs> Um, thank you, Jack, for uh, compiling that list. <laughs> you day. <dig? laughs> All right. Next up, we got an email from the one, the only, Josh Katz, and this is the homie who put together that insane fucking list of things. All right. He's got 2023 20, Sodi Tracker collection of insights Uh, i'm not gonna go over everything but most he's got it broken down like this most clips like uh who's this first john carlos 143 rob pace 138 john shannon 127 current capels 102 ryan thompson 100 so that's that's the fucking nerdiness going on here then most footage most projects most parts Uh, Longest average clip length. Starting to lose me here. Most uh, buried projects. (laughs) Longest parts. He's got... He's got fucking...
0: His list of top 30 skaters is pretty... it has got it all, man.
3: Yeah, was... Dude, Curran put out a massive amount of footy. I don't remember it being that long. Yeah, shortest parts... Most generous contributor, Um, least generous contributor, Sheckler, contributed zero clips to projects beyond his part. (laughs) Highest concentration of parts, most hard to find footage. That one went to Dick Rizzo. (laughs) Um, So it's a little overkill, but I appreciate it. It's sick. Someone should definitely get a website going which just links to all the stuff. And, like, if, if they have a clip in a montage or something, uh, a direct link to that timestamp or whatever, uh, it would be cool this time of year to, to really be able to dig into it. So, appreciate you, Josh Katz, for uh, doing that grimy work.
0: Dude, I think uh, if you click on the link, it gives you a lot more information, guy's oh, shit. done his homework
3: oh this is just this
0: is just yeah this is just Dude. the overview holy fuck tom knox went fucking crazy four parts in four montages almost 20 minutes of footage <laughs> Jesus Christ. josh hey. katz man
3: hey thank oh, you for doing your with, thing with tom knox around here but sometimes you know what i'm saying quality over quantity Sometimes, you know, it's got so to a lot of
0: people off, man. No, I'm not saying he no, has he has a lot of quality,
3: but he also has a lot of quantity.
0: That's not all bro. high quality. Does that if man I'm have a. 3 kids. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck does that have to do? <laughs> that has everything to do with it, bro. Honestly, bro. if you had 3 kids, you wouldn't even make it out the house. This guy has 20 minutes of footage and a sh- new shoe, and he has three kids, like Brothers. Tom Knox, father
3: of the year. Yeah, that's a different award than Sodi man. But he's up there for that one, too. Bro, Philip Rivers threw 89 touchdowns to fucking... Uh, 14 his, kids. To his guy, and he's got, like, 38 kids, so... <laughs> <laughs> they just honored What was his tight end's name? He was an old head by the time Antonio I started watching Gates, football Gates, man Gatesy Yeah One of the
0: greatest to ever do it Hell yeah oh. Dude, right. I don't know why this popped into my head But have you? did you see uh, Stephen A. Smith come out in a wife beater and reveal his new bod did he say,
3: <laughs> 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 I didn't,
0: How did I miss that? I didn't see that. No, yet. He's been working with the guy uh that Dana White's been working with. He's like getting all these celebs in shape and Stephen A. Smith's confidence is on a new level now. Oh dude, I noticed that. The- I have
3: noticed that, but I did not yeah. see
0: the big reveal. I'm I'm gonna watch that as soon as we're done. Oh, it's too funny. You got the black white beater out there. Or tank top, sorry. Oh, anyways. All right, next up, we've got an email from Isaiah Travis. What up, my bunts? These clips always come to mind when you bring up illegal tricks. What are your thoughts on clips of people dropping in on walls? I understand it's gnarly, but sometimes it feels like they ruin the momentum of a video part. Like when they just drop into flat and tic-tac away. (laughs) There's There's definitely some expectations I've seen, but mostly I'd rather them just be left out. Oh, sorry. There's definitely some exceptions I've seen, but mostly I'd rather them just be left out. I just see a lot more of it lately and was wondering your thoughts. Peace. Uh, I got to say I completely agree.
3: Um, Unless you ride away. like There's nothing worse than barely riding away for something, and really steep wall drop-ins often do lead to the tic-tac-out, and
0: I don't really care for them either. This all started with that uh, nose blunt pull in clip. When people would start doing that little nose blunt pull in, and then all of a sudden we're just watching drop ins now. So,
3: yeah, I mean, not the biggest fan of it either. There's some epic drop ins, but they're mostly epic when you're riding away at high, like insanely high speeds off crazy shit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, appreciate the email. Isaiah Alright next up we got an email from P Money Hey bump boys do you think you could release the Raymond Molinar episode As a bonus maybe he's down to record A take two interview thanks Uh nah I've hit him up I think twice Since uh Since we recorded it and He's not really down so Unfortunately we just gotta tuck that one away If he ever reaches out or maybe I'll try again In a year or two but
0: I don't wanna bug him man um, it is what it is. It's a damn shame, man. He had one of the funniest stories of all time, man. Yeah. Um, Alright, next up we've got an email from Rupe. A good day to you, Saifa, Donovan and Anthony. Season's been a banger, as per usual Just wanted to say that you guys should get the young king Itu Toro in on the pod, the use making it pop for Finland. And he's not gonna stop anytime soon. My question, favorite food at the spot? Do you go for savory stuff or for some baked delicacies? Anyways, love the pod, and you might want to try to get your asses to Finland next summer for the Koff Downhill Jam 10th year anniversary. It's the perfect example of the Finnish Canadian connection in skateboarding. Much obliged. Favorite food at the spot, Gee,
3: Damn, man. There's, there's a mood for sweet and there's a mood for savory, man. That's that's really hard to choose one. Right now, I'll just go off right now because, you know, it changes multiple times per day what you're in the mood for. Right now, I'd be so down for fucking some ice cream and pecan pie. Boom. At the sweet spot? Wait, what? Wasn't he asking he says- about...
0: I zone out? (laughs) Hey, favorite food at the spot. Oh. What he's hungry for right now. Safe as fucking mouth drooling over there. Wait,
3: favorite food at the spot?
0: Like, what the hell does he mean? While you're skating? That's what I mean. Or maybe, well, let's switch this up because we don't really eat food at the spot, right? Yeah. Maybe you have like a bag of chips. Or some peanuts or something if you're Not stuck at a though. spot for a long time. But yeah. maybe like in between spots, go to food.
3: Fuck, dude. That's always junk. Like, I'm thinking about the Sprinter. It's like we pull over at a gas station and people load up on chips and bullshit.
0: <laughs> you can't buy an ice cream. <laughs> bring it to the ledge spot, my G. Yeah. You know what time it is. Yeah, we just eat whatever, man. Usually, if it's like one of those like we're on a trip or something it's gonna be like whatever makes everyone the happiest you know so like a diner or a barbecue spot like some chicken wings or pizza something light like that Mm -hmm. exactly some quinoa you know what
3: i'm saying
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) bro what did you order when we went to that crazy diner in detroit Everyone got, like, pizza and a burger, and you ordered, like, Chinese food or something, man. So stir-fry, maybe.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. I got the stir-fry, baby, and it was sick. <laughs> and I kept it, and y- y'all were laughing at me for keeping my leftovers, and I ate them on the way home, like, two days later, and it, it was smacking. <laughs> Chicken stir-fry. Oh. Alright, next up, we got an email from Ryan Gates. Was safe for working in production? Has he ever talked shop with an actor that showed interest in skating or has the bunt ever considered interviewing someone that falls outside of the skate community such as an actor or athlete that's such a random question like part one of that Have you ever talked shop with an actor about skating um <clears throat> not that i can think of and i work on commercials by the way so commercial actors are weirdos i find for the most part and i just avoid them and background actors are the weirdest people on the planet no offense if you're one and you're listening Uh, so i'm not (laughs) yeah me and you in our dime breakout roles Mm -hmm. uh i'm not really talking shop with actors except actually a month or so ago i did there was a homie but he had a he had an Eagles fucking jacket on, so we just started talking about football in between takes and shit. But, nah, I never really talked skating with an actor. Um, we have considered interviewing people outside of skating, but there's only one person that we really want to get, and that's Dennis Schroeder. The Ledge. Because um, he skates, and he plays for the Raptors now, so... If we can get the, ca- but I don't even know. Would people, would people even care to like hear a Dennis Schroeder interview? I don't know. What do you think, Donald?
0: Personally, I think that our uh, listeners wouldn't want to hear Dennis Schroeder. Um, <laughs> yeah. Maybe the, some of them, but the majority, probably not. But I actually yeah, have an yeah. update here. Um, just this week, someone sent me a clip of Jalen Turner, Jalen the Tarantula Turner, UFC fighter. Was just, um, just fought on December 2nd. And he's a massive dude and he's fucking, he's a killer in the cage. Mm -hmm. But they sent me a clip of him switch traying off a ledge. What? And it was like, it was a switch, like a good switch tray. Wow. So I got to post that up. He's a young man, 28 years old, Jalen Turner. So so there's another one up there with with Schroeder.
3: Love that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you guys can let us know. Maybe we'll do a poll. Not that we can get Schroeder on the pod, but we do have a person who did an internship with the Raptors who's a friend of ours who said she would have the plug. So th- maybe we'll do a Dennis Schroeder poll. <laughs> yeah. So uh, tell us about your backside
0: flip that you did like 10 years ago. That's That's who the fuck are you guys? Yeah. Um, we actually won the fun 3 three-on-three tournament two years in a row, Dennis. Uh, I actually, actually beat Gary Rogers in a one-on-one. Exactly. You may us from I that actually, video. Um, beat Saifa in the random skater of the week quiz two weeks ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, next up, we've got an email from Dominic Blair. Hey, what's up, fellas? Got a quick question for you guys. What's your favorite Super Bowl halftime show performance? Love the pod. You guys keep me laughing at work. Want to shout out 303 Boards for always holding it down. The Mile High City. I think we've been asked this one before, right? Favorite mm-hmm. halftime show. Um, I actually think it's genius that they all kind of cater it to um, the female fan, the halftime show. Really like include everyone. Like the Rihanna halftime show was absolutely genius. Like every. Every woman out there is like gotta see Rihanna because she's a fucking legend. Yeah, but, Haley just told us last week they were
3: all huddled around a phone, like, yeah, and she was in tears watching all this
0: shit. And like my old ladies at home looking forward to the Super Bowl, you know, not the football part, but like she's yeah, into yeah. it. Who's, uh, the, but who's but my who's favorite was part me. Ahead. I'm not sure who it is this year. Is it Usher or something like that?
3: Oh, I think you're right.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um my favorite was Lady Gaga. Absolutely snapped. Ooh, and she's a I, performer. I liked um
3: well I love Shakira and J Lo, but especially Shakira. But I really loved that one what was that two years ago now? With In all the rappers. LA. Yeah. The fifty right. upside down looking so chubby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Fucking yeah, this, all, them all them boys. That was that was awesome. Yeah recency bias. Alright, next up we got an email from Norby Guerrero. My bad, guys. I was watching a bunch of old CPH videos and got stoked. But this time I got a real question.
0: I don't remember what he's talking about there, but... Remember he asked us when Copenhagen was and we kind of chirped a little bit. Yo, shouts to Norby, baby. So, quick update. Norby's off the medicinal and he's back in the post office.
3: Yeah. What's a skate video that you can watch a million times and
0: never get bored of it? Really thinking outside the box with this question. <laughs> Probably... One. Basically, like what's your favorite skate video of all time? Is that what we're answering here? Yeah, something like that. Uh, I think Menik Maddie is the like greatest one made with the intros and the skating and the music and everything it's just so bang on but i might have to go with sorry damn that's what i was going to say i feel like i always say sorry when rally is just a killer
3: yeah there's too many classic ass parts man thank you norby
0: oh you're you're just going with sorry yeah all right, next up, we've got an email from Sean Morales. What streaming services are you both subscribed to? <laughs> Bonus question. Rank from least to most illegal. Nolly Smith, no comply, slappy, ride on grind, boneless. Shout out Ants Warner. Um, hmm. Streaming services, I'll just list off mine and then you can compare. Um, the classic. Big three Disney, Crave, Netflix. Then we'll go to The Zone. And this is the other one. Oh, yeah. Amazon. And whatever the one with all the reality shows is it's like Hey You or something like that. Yeah, I've got the
3: exact same lineup. And I also have Apple TV. Hmm. And lately i've been mostly a netflix man but that goes through phases but the korean content on netflix is insane if anyone's looking for a movie this week is down for subtitles the man from nowhere it's a 2010 korean thing that i somehow hadn't seen and that
0: shit (laughs) was (laughs) fire I've just been watching uh, Christmas movies for the last two weeks, basically. What's your favorite Christmas movie of all time? Um, let's go just just to spark some controversy because people love arguing. Don't about say this. Die Hard, man. <laughs> die Hard, oh, so good. Fuck off! It's a Christmas movie, Black. <laughs> You're lame, dude. Uh, my favorite's The Family Man, Nick Cage, and a young Jeremy Piven. So, anyways, bonus question. Least to most illegal. I'm gonna go with starting at most illegal will be Nolly Smith. Second, yeah ride on grind. <laughs> Third where I get stuff. Third boneless. Fourth. No comply, and last slappy. Yeah, I got the exact same list.
3: The the thing is, I don't really
0: think... I was going to say boneless last, but then I think of Grant Taylor ripping those bonelesses, and I'm like, all right, that mm, gets a pass. I'm not not even going to call it, you know? Like, I got a... That one's hidden for me. Yeah, and there are ride-on grinds that are crazy and gnarly, too. Yeah, who's that? I always forget this guy's name. Dane something on Quasi. Yeah,
3: the thing is, of these, like, Nolly Smith is the only one that's illegal 100% of the time. The other ones can all be done extremely well and aren't illegal. <clears throat> um, thanks for the email. All right, next up, we got an email from Scott White. Hi, guys. Love the chat you had with Jake Kuzik last week. Have you ever taken any other board sports, like snowboarding, wakeboarding, or surfing? Uh, Maybe not surfing in Toronto. If yes, do you think skating helped make learning that new skill easier? I always found, uh, when taking friends who would skate, snowboarding, or surfing for the first time, they'd pick it up quickly. Shouts to Donald from a fellow electrician.
0: Um there's been multiple times i've given snowboarding a run for its money obviously i have absolutely zero skill at snowboarding but it is so fun um but my skateboarding and the lack of skill i already have in that it's definitely not translating to snowboarding (laughs) Uh, but i do love snowboarding it's fucking cool and like watching guys like jake do it is insane
3: Uh, psychos like Jake and Jed. Mind-blowing. I snowboarded before I started skating and when I started I used to snowboard in the winter, skate in the summer but that only lasted a couple years once I started skating. I just got so hooked on that. So I got a lot of love for snowboarding. Uh, I used to wakeboard here and there when I was young too. Tried surfing twice i think it's not for me it's too scary but uh yeah love for all the board sports and yeah i think it definitely translates a bit although i found with surfing like i thought like okay once i get up the snow the skating skills will help but it's the getting up part that has
0: no relation to skating that was the hardest part for me big shout out to scott fellow sparky next up we've got an email from bead stewart Hi boys, if you can only do grind slides and manuals on either your nose or tail, which are you choosing? Uh, I'm going to go with the nose.
1: Hmm.
3: <clears throat> Damn, so you're like uh <laughs> you're like our main man JP
0: Souza. That's who I immediately thought of when I read this. But I don't know. Yeah. Just, my first reaction is I'd rather be able to do like back nose grind and front nose grind and back one nose grinds and stuff like that. Not like crooks when I can do them. Just, yeah, you're definitely more
3: me. of a nose guy. Yeah, shit, yeah. with the Manny's too, Switch Manny and Nose Manny. I'd probably take those over Manny and Fakey Manny even though Fakey Manny might be my favorite feeling one. Manny's just damn, that's a tough one, but I might have to go nose as well, man. Switchback tails, all the nose grinds. I do love all the switch crooks and fakey 5 but... Oh, that's really tough, man. I might have to get back to you uh, next week on that. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> all right. Thanks for the email. Next up, we got one from Peter Morris. Oh, we got some photos attached here. Would you rather have to get your ender for the upcoming bunt video in some skinnies or a sleeveless shirt? I'm providing some photos to help you know what we're working with. (laughs) This is going to be the poll of the week, man. Yeah, we got to put, yeah, yeah, we need a poll. Holy shit. That's tough, man. I'm going to say, bro, every time I try and I'm about to say something, I just think of the clip. I think I got to go with the sleeveless shirt. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> really? The one he posted looks insane, dude. It's not even just Bro, like a regular. these pants are top.
3: so brutes, and my legs are so thick that.
0: Yeah, you're ripped, all hips, like, man. You're all look fucked on me. Yeah. I'm going with the will shirt. never forget. <laughs> I think it was back in like year one, and we currently don't have a like clothing sponsor on the pod. So I can bring this up But we got a box from Brixton Remember that? And it yeah. was a box of shorts And you put on a pair of shorts That were so tight On your thighs that you couldn't even move yeah, the, Like <laughs> how fast you wanted them off Was hilarious dude Um I'm going with the skinnies
3: The skinnies
0: uh, I'm going with it's the skinnies a bold skinnies, choice man. right there Yeah. The F with it man Shock value.
3: I respect it. I feel like you would wear that shirt without
0: <laughs> even... <great>. Like the- <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Alright, next up. Alright, next up and last email of the week. We got one coming in from Philip Richter. Yo, holes. why doesn't the bunt have its own Sodi called Bodhi? Bunter of the year, happy holidays from Philip. I don't know why we haven't created some sort of award, but just know the brain trust behind the bun is working on something for next year. So we're gonna we're gonna get involved here, man. It's about time.
3: Yeah, not sure uh, exactly what it's gonna be yet, but we're cooking up something. With a a year long Kind of Build up to it So um, Appreciate you uh, thinking big picture For us We're doing the same over here Hopefully the peeps are hyped once we lock it down And and get it going Last little bonus one Real quick We got an email from Damn I have no idea how to say this Oh wait We'll just call him Andrew Instead of me trying to pronounce that Mom Brad doesn't like your cake <laughs> <laughs> That is one of the best of stories For sure One of the hardest I've ever laughed on the pod If not the hardest man
0: No I think that was the hardest bro Like, I mean some Fred Gall stuff Maybe maybe when jake phelps was coming at me for a little bit you had a nice laugh about that but
3: (laughs) yeah yeah but he cut that laugh off because we didn't want him to hang up on us
0: (laughs) all right this is the rundown the skateboard world source for sports The much-anticipated in-season tournament has officially come to an end. It was a great run by Tyrese Halliburton, but we all knew the king would regain the throne, or I guess not regain, but sit on the throne for the first time ever. LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers end up winning the in-season tournament, man. Um... They just ruined what was a good story, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, dude. I- I'm still
3: happy for Tyree, Smiles Turner, you know what I'm saying? Matherin, those young goons in Indiana with the number one pace, number one scoring offense in the league. <clears throat> Halliburton, a true star emerging before our eyes. A uh, really fun team to watch. But yeah, the Lakers were too much, man. And uh, I. I hate, you You know how I am, I hate seeing the Lakers look dominant, but luckily it's early in the season, there's lots of time for AD and LeBron to wear down, and uh, Denver's still running things in the West as far as I'm concerned. <clears throat> but the in-season tournament was a success, and uh, happy for the NBA, man. I, me and you weren't really paying much attention early on, but once it got down to the, to the semis and shit... Um, I was locking in that was that was awesome
0: bro i feel like it's just a little bit confusing at first well yeah like you're playing one, right? games yeah. that don't count and then some that do count i feel like they should just start the season with the in-season tournament you know
3: yeah well and now that's that kind of like know. a warm-up
0: tournament or yeah. whatever
3: i was already thinking about next year and like okay now that i've seen the whole thing play out and i'm not confused I'm going to be, like, if there's a team that I'm rooting for, I'm <clears throat> going to make sure I watch all their in-season tournament games. It, mm-hmm. It's, I think what happened over the last, since 2020 for me, like, the amount that players started disrespecting the regular season and sitting out, and it just made me care less about the regular season because the players seem to not care at all. And then seeing these guys actually play super hard in November and December, it makes you want to watch again, so...
0: Um. Yeah, I think it was a, a big success, dude. I don't think Kawhi Leonard's missed one game this season.
3: Yeah, I don't think Paul George has either, man. Like, um, it's weird to say we're insane. proud, but um, <laughs> I mean, we both drafted them for on our fantasy teams in round four, so I know we're both hyped, and
0: like, it's a pleasant surprise for sure. Yeah. Absolutely, don't want to jinx it. Knock on wood. Bravo to the NBA. I guarantee the NHL will steal this idea and apply it in, in some some sort of way. And, hey, they um, might as well, man. More the merrier. Get, keep your fans hype. Yeah, absolutely, genius idea. Um, before we get into our bread and butter, the NFL. You see anything on this uh, Shohei Ohtani watch that went down last week? 700 milli dude it was rumored it, that he man. was coming to dot. it was locked and loaded i had jesse alba hitting me up congratulating me and all he did was put the jinx on us man and he <laughs> ends up down there and dodger stadium like i got fucking boosh hitting me up talking about shohei like we were that close but dude, wow, I, not, I saw some
3: tweets about that, but I just thought every franchise was like making the same jokes. No, I think we were Someone really like one of the last not
0: on a plane potential spots for uh, for him. to land. But so, you're saying we could have had out. that
3: Kawhi Styles?
0: Well, well Kawhi, Kawhi didn't sick. come here as a free agent?
3: Oh, right, but just, just
0: getting the megastar in Toronto, like, yeah, for free, unexpected. But I mean, I think that like. I don't think anyone else offered him 700 million. I think that's why he ended up going to LA because they just blew the other offers out of the water. Mm-hmm. Like that's an insane amount of money. Like yeah, it's crazy. I think it works out that he gets paid $2.22 a second. <laughs> I think I read that. That's insane. That doesn't sound
3: like a lot, but that goddamn second that probably bro. adds up quick for 10 um, years. Oh, for ten years, yo, that's yes. crazy. Two dollars. a well, second. congrats Imagine to him. Yeah, I had
0: to I, give you a toonie every second.
3: When I when I saw that, I actually thought of texting Rowan, congrats, and I was like, I actually don't know jack shit about anything. I don't even want to like start a no, conversation. oh you should. Have. He's the greatest baseball. player
0: in the game right now, like by far.
3: Yeah, crazy. But isn't get him isn't like year one? He's not pitching next year or some shit, right? Yeah, some weird shit going
0: on with him, but he's still like top tier hitter. Like he'll pitch a game and he'll bat and hit multiple home runs. But the the weird part about him coming here was that like he can't pitch and hit. Like mm -hmm. it doesn't. They don't do that in our division. Weird. Yeah. Well, the MLB's weird.
3: I didn't send the text, but congrats, Rowan. Congrats, Jesse. Boosh. All the all the heads down there that we played
0: baseball with that i'm sure are super hyped. yeah i'm sure jake's hyped as well like you said all the boys fucking dodgers man <laughs> uh, all right moving over to the nfl fantasy football season is here or uh, fantasy football playoffs are here last week we talked about who we thought were going to be some breakout stars and this week we saw that go into action. Brock Purdy and Dak Prescott out there doing their thing. But a little bit of bad news as well. Justin Jefferson makes his return after a long time on the IR. And it, it didn't last long. Yeah, that was
3: a bummer. Obviously, um, real life and fantasy. The Vikings already they are hanging on by a thread in real life. And their playoff hopes they went to Nick Mullins at the end like the, the Josh Dobbs excitement is uh, I think that's run its course there's a reason he's been in the league for however many years and bounced around and not been the dude but I'm, I'm happy for him he had a, a dope season I don't know if they're gonna go with Mullins going forward but uh, Vikings fans hanging on by a thread in real life Justin Jefferson fantasy managers hanging on by a thread <laughs> also for the most part um you just hate to see a dude that electric go down so quick
0: after coming back, but hopefully it's just uh he'll be back next week. Yeah. The Kansas City Chiefs look more pedestrian than ever. And the Denver Broncos hot on their heels. Do you think it's possible Denver ends up winning the division? Holy shit, I did not even think about
3: that. I gotta check Casey's That's schedule. One game. Wow. What are the schedules saying for both teams? Let's let's see the wins and Let losses here. Let me look here.
0: this up. Hopefully they play each other. They no. already played each other twice. Oh, the Chiefs got the Patriots, the Raiders, and the Bengals. Wow. So, Patriots? Not, not a bad Sorry, Say that again? The Patriots? The Raiders win. and the Bengals. Win. Win, win, hopefully. But they and look terrible. One, one more, no? part of me.
3: Is that it? They only have 2 weeks left? Oh no, I no, said the Patriots,
0: the Raiders and the Bengals.
3: Oh. oh, that should be they should win out and yeah. like there's a lot of pressure on them.
0: Yeah. Like, they they got to the, bring their A game every fucking week and then and you the Broncos, know, what's have Detroit, New England and the Chargers. So, ooh. That should we'll be how it two out. and one maybe. Mhm
3: but they could they're they're yo know, denver is like when i go on those stupid when i go on fanduel and fucking burn my money i <laughs> <laughs> i never bet on the saints and i never bet on denver i bet on denver once this year i think to lose to the chiefs and they won and mm-hmm. since then i was like this team's so fucking unpredictable and same with the saints so i don't fuck with them but um i think the chiefs hold on man with what's at stake, they're not going to fucking take another loss. And if they were to lose to any of those three teams, like, bro, you're, you ain't a Super Bowl contender if you're losing must win games to any of those opponents.
0: So currently, like, I don't think they are a Super Bowl contender.
3: Yeah. They I look feel you. bad,
0: especially really on offense.
3: Dude, it's, yeah, it's a bummer. I can't remember what pod I heard this on, but it was like, we got to stop blaming the receivers. We got to start blaming the people drafting and like the GM and everyone in the GM room because it's like, fool me once. Oh shit. We got shit receivers. Then it's not like fool me twice. It's like, yeah, we already knew these receivers were shit. Like, mhm It's not on Mahomes. It's not on the receivers to get better, like, out of nowhere. I mean, they should get a little better each year. They've all seemed to have taken a step back this year. But um, I feel like everyone knew coming into this year that their receivers – it's weird because they did get it done last year, right? But I don't know, man. They should have done something at the deadline. When this year started the way it did, leading the league in drops, like, all season it felt like. They should have done something at the fucking deadline. You got man's like D-Hop out there. Like, get it fucking done.
0: They should have signed D-Hop in free
3: agency. Bro, Cortland Sutton. Fucking kill it. Like, there's there's definitely a bunch of names. Yeah, they should have got him in free agency. That would have been so fun for fantasy and real
0: life. Yeah. Okay. So there is an absolute log jam in the AFC fighting for the final two wildcard spots. I'm going to name off six teams, and only two of them get in. And you have to predict today. We got the Steelers, trash. The Colts, trash. The Texans, uprising. Got beat by Zach Wilson, though. So Ah. somewhat trash. The Broncos, I honestly don't know what to make of the Broncos. The Bengals, you know, they don't look that bad with the backup QB. Browning's fucking doing his thing. And then... The Buffalo Bills. Two teams to make the playoffs. The Bills coming off a big win over the Chiefs. Left Patrick Mahomes whining to the referees, which I absolutely love to see. I'm going to go with the Bills.
3: And wait, what's their schedule? Do you have that handy? Because they've got a tough schedule still, I feel like.
0: They've got a game. I think they got one more game with Dallas. Yeah. And do they have Miami in week 18? No. So they got Dallas, San Diego and New England. Dallas, that's a big
3: game. Mm-hmm. So they'll they they're, they're going to go 2 and 1 or 3 and 0. Oh. Damn, Dallas Buffalo, that's really fun. Um I'll go with I'll go with the Bills and this is my heart more than my gut the Texans cuz I just really want to see those guys um in the playoffs. Get some experience for those young guns. But I feel bad, man. Today, he's already without Tank Dell for the year. And then Nico Collins goes out in like the first mm-hmm. quarter. And Dalton Schultz was already ruled out. Uh, and
0: then he got his fucking head smacked off the ground.
3: Yeah. Um. I mean, Steeler Nation, I'm sorry. Obviously, I want the Steelers to make it. But this Trubisky bullshit and the fucking what we just had to witness against the Patriots, like oh. I honestly don't think we deserve to make the playoffs after losing these, like our schedule was so cushy Arizona and then the Patriots and you go, Oh, and two and you could have locked up a playoff spot. Like we still have winnable games the rest of the way, but Mitch Trubisky no longer appears to be even an NFL backup worthy quarterback. That dude's a, definition of a scrub and um, I'm ready to just fucking run it back next year and get hyped up in the offseason because this this heartache is god damn I can't take it man
0: I'm gonna go with the Bills and the Bengals because I do believe in Cincinnati as a team they um, even with Burrow the last couple years slow start they get better and better and like you said Browning's been okay But honestly, there might even be a third spot available with the Cleveland Browns and Joe Flacco sitting there at 8-5. and So lots to be decided in the AFC. We're going to end the show with a somewhat random question I've just come up with in my head. Who would you compare your podcasting style to most in the world of sports commentary? If you had to pick one figure... From all of the sports media, who do you think you're most alike? Like me as an individual, or us? No, just you. As, well, we do both. You as I mean, as like both. I feel like we're kind of like David and Jacoby, which is kind of like what was our influence a lot going into it. That's both the same person, but yes, I I hear you. Jalen and Jacoby are.
3: Did I are, say David uh, Jacoby? Unoffic- <laughs> you said David and Jacoby <laughs> 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 are unofficial mentors. We got to meet those guys one day just to thank them. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that one goes without saying. Me as an individual. um, I've never really thought about that, but honestly, I would say... Or why don't we're we pick fucking, for each other then?
0: That's probably more fun.
3: Okay. Because for me, I was just going to say Jalen. Like, I feel like we actually are like them. Yeah. Like, I'm the loose ball and you kind of just like... like host the show and lead us around from topics and then i just say dumb (laughs) shit but then like they both say funny dumb shit too but jacoby just needs to reel it in every once in a while
0: okay so Um, those two are off the board Pixie have to pick someone else and we're picking for each other for each other yeah
3: well i don't want to take all day to think about this the first person that came to mind and i could be way off but you ever listen to ryan Rossillo podcast Mm-hmm. or bill simmons podcast the one of the producers is nephew kyle bill simmons nephew
0: <laughs> who the hell is this guy <laughs>
3: no he's he's such a beast if you listen to the rusillo pod like you instantly love him he he just like participates in the life advice section at the end of the pod but he's just funny good dude level-headed always got good advice for the people I'll uh, I'll say you and and nephew Kyle.
0: (laughs) So (laughs) fucking random. No, it's Uh, a good
3: one. Yo, if anyone listens, email and let Dono know that that was a compliment.
0: Okay. Nephew Kyle, eh? Kind of. And I have to, like, thank you that you've kind of, like, accepted more so the role of Jalen. More willing to just, like... Let yourself be laughed at a lot of the time. It's very appreciative. I mean, probably by the people and by me. We kind of just fell into these roles of like me being more of the host and keeping things moving along. So, but I'd like to say you're a mix of like maybe I'm a little bit like Kendrick Perkins with my like <laughs> loose ball <laughs> predictions and stuff. Like I kind of just like say something and then really believe it. But you got a little bit of like, Kendrick, Shaq, and Chuck all (laughs) coiled into one.
3: Yeah, that's... Actually, I'm not even going to be mad at the Kendrick part because you know I worship the ground that Chuck and Shaq walk on. I love Mm -hmm. love those guys my whole life pretty much. So I'll take that as a compliment. Perk is a little more loose and uh, newer in the game, but... I got help. as much as I don't agree with him like all the time. He's still fucking hilarious, man.
1: Mm-hmm. Remember oh, man. when he
3: called out when he called out JJ Redick?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he's fucking crazy, man. Shouts to him. All right, y'all. That's gonna wrap up this week's episode of the pod season finale. Next week, you know where to find us. Peace.